0: on this episode of the bust kill podcast but who's to say just, and especially who are you to say what kind of accent the devil would have
1: i i, I don't know i just don't dude i don't... hope
0: i hope the devil has a swedish accent that would be hilarious
1: from, from... <laughs> i'm going to eat your sorry
0: <laughs> you're listening to the bust kill podcast
2: And I am
1: here to do the devil's work. It is episode 318. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we dance with the devil and ask, Are you not entertained? <laughs> In.
0: <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy.
1: Yeah. No
2: more Mr. Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Satan. Is that yeah. it
1: goes? Yes. That's it? That's yep. the one?
0: Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Sup dog. Yo. How's it going? Hey, gorgeous. <laughs> hey. Hi. Uh-huh. How are you? You sure know how to make a guy feel You're
1: not gorgeous. Feel special. Yes I am. You're Shut not. up. You're not. You're fucking
2: beautiful, Jazz.
0: Well, I know about <laughs> I know about two women who would disagree with you. Yeah?
1: Yep. Yeah. Well it's not your wife and it's not your mom. Oh never <laughs> so- <laughs> mind. I know
0: zero women who would disagree maybe, with you.
1: Maybe you maybe your daughter, and that's only because she knows how to get stuff from you. Yeah. Well that's that's pretty much it.
0: Yep. She is a shyster. <laughs> um what's Hi. up, dude? Not
1: much, man. How are you? Good. How another are you? uh another week, another dollar. Is that how that saying goes? Yes. That, yep. Did I do that right? <laughs> yep.
0: You are uh you're you're fully Bang on! You're you're, uh, you're bang on with the idioms. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I'm an idiot. Oh, an idiom it? An idiot? An, an idiom it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the Urban Dictionary guy. You are.
1: <laughs> ah, shit! Do I got to come up with something now for idiom it?
0: No, that's oh, just okay. a dumb word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's up? How's the week going?
1: Oh, the week has been splendid. Had uh, had my tasting for my wedding the other night. Ooh. Yeah. So or last night, rather.
0: So you're not supposed to partake until the wedding night.
1: Oh shit. Well
0: You just had a little <laughs> just a little sample though, just a little tasting.
1: Well then uh I scratched that off the list like two and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um no I, I that that's uh kind of it. Uh we had our tasting food was fucking delicious.
0: I highly doubt it.
1: It was. It was fantastic. Um yeah. I'm trying to think of if if anything else has really happened this week and not not particularly you I don't know, think
0: I don't think I've done much either I went to a birthday party yeah for a for a four-year-old and a two-year-old oh no, how'd that go hey man you know how those parties go
1: together they are six
0: yep <laughs> that's that's how that goes it was at a gymnastics place but I'm in oh adult. Is, that the,
1: is that the one where you heaved your daughter off of a bridge <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um <coughs> un- unfortunately I did it you know how like you know how you look back on things and you're like, I just did it one too many times. Like yeah. we were having a good time. I was throwing my daughter into this foam pit. And then the last time that I did it, she, she came down and her knee went up and popped her right in the mouth. I'm like, damn it. I did it like six she's other times and everything went fine. No, she thought she knocked out her tooth for a oh, minute. Oh, jeez, she yeah, She's She's
1: a trooper though. She's good. Um, yeah. No, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah. It's been, uh, it's just been, uh, it's been a week. I it's been like, nice, finally. That's that's news. What did I do on Sunday? I, I feel like I
0: did something on Sunday, but I don't know. Did you... It was Father or Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we... Oh, yeah. Just went to brunch at the uh, brother and sister-in-law's house. That's about it. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, man. I yeah, don't know. That's it? Yeah, just boring shit, man. Real, real awesome. Well, summer's summer's coming up, which means our... our uh, schedule gets a lot more hectic so there'll be more to talk about
1: that's very true Uh, we we
0: we take it we take her sleazy for a little while at the beginning of the year because
1: well it's because in michigan you can't plan stuff this early because you never know if it's going to be actually like good weather or not right you know
0: except for camping you plan six months in advance well that yes and that's you're taking a risk it's a calculated risk sure does it always rain when we go camping yes yes <laughs> so we take the risk so the risk is that it, the time. risk
1: is that it might actually be sunny because mm. we like it when it rains yeah it I brings do, out the best in all of our friends yeah yeah just yeah
2: just everybody's the
0: best. yeah everybody's just an act an absolute peach yep. when it rains i always have fun when it rains oh so do i like we just we bring the easy up down and huddle underneath it, and just drink until we're stupid.
1: Yeah, which only is like one beer these days, but you know, <laughs>
0: dude, it's who the hell was I? Ta- I was talking to Greg and our buddy Plotch at the uh, Platch <laughs> at the uh, birthday party, and we were just talking about like old times and drinking and stuff like that. And I was like, I had, I said, I was I was cooking on my grill a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and I had two McUltras. <laughs> You're feeling it, weren't you? While I was cooking, <laughs> and I sat down at my the table <laughs> on our back patio, finished my second McUltra, and I went to stand up, and I was like, "How am I like <laughs> really buzzed <laughs> after two freaking beers? This is stupid." Because
1: <laughs> you're a lightweight.
0: But then I sit here and I drink like a pretty decent amount every week. I don't. Yeah. Hmm. I I really only drink on weekends now. It's weird. It's it, like when we were in our twenties, we. It was weird when we had a day where we weren't drinking. Sure, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I still, I drink more than just the weekends, but usually it's just like having a nip at the end of the night, or you know, whatever. It's just, just to kind of come down, and relax for the day. A wee nip and it's a wee nap. A little bit. Yeah. Um. But that's that's it, though. I don't heavy. I don't really heavy drink at all. The heaviest that I drink these days is here, and that's not even. <laughs> it's not even Crazy Town, you know. Which is I was oh, gonna speaking of Crazy Town. Oh, Crazy Town. Oh, didn't up, they kept up on him in the news? Wasn't there a fight? Yeah, he fought with the other singer, and the other singer told,
0: "What's the what's, what a, what's Shifty this? Shifty?" Oh, I was gonna say Spinny.
1: No, Shif, Shifty's <laughs> the one who's like all meffed out and stuff. And then the other singer, oh, he's got like no teeth, right? Yeah, and the other singer though, like, like Shifty, like they're fighting about. Um, was it? This is a couple of weeks ago. They're fighting about getting paid. And the other singer started telling Shifty that he's gonna find his kids and murder them and like, k- like kill his wife and slit their throats and this. And that. It's all on video. It's, oh, it's, what? It's crazy. The guy
0: was saying that to Shifty. Yeah,
1: yeah to his face. And yeah. then afterwards, put up a video. Hey, we're all good. We're cool. We're brothers. Oh, dude. Like, uh, what? If,
0: if what? A, <laughs> if somebody, if somebody, if if you said that about my kids and my wife, oh, I would no longer be your butterfly. Yeah, we'd we'd baby. be done. Yeah, you wouldn't be my <laughs> butterfly. You wouldn't come, my lady.
1: I, I he's <laughs> that a, a mental brain fart at that <laughs> but um that's fucked yeah oh yeah it, it's completely fucked and then they were on tour with you know you know it's bad when you get kicked off of the head p.e. tour <laughs> because they were <laughs> is head p.e. who's
0: um oh no i'm thinking of cottonmouth kings there's yeah, a,
1: they're all kind of in the same. Yeah, I was thinking who's who's
0: north. who's the band who's got the uh, the guy they call the visual assassin.
1: Oh, I have no idea. And it's just
0: a it's just a <laughs> guy who smokes a blunt and dances around on stage.
1: That sounds like a cottonmouth. I think kings it's movie. I think
0: it's cottonmouth kings. Yeah, but yeah, they're all sort of.
1: It's kind of like the guy from the Money Money Boston's who was a part of the band and his whole job was to just dance on to stage. To just skank, yeah, <laughs> the that's whole it. Time. That's dude, it, dude. How do you get that gig? You're really good at skanking. Because I'm still,
0: I'm almost forty, but I can still skank with the best of them. Can you though? Yeah, I can. Okay, I'll show you later if okay. you want. Okay. I've never like it's. That's one of those moves where it's hilarious to watch somebody who's bad at it. Are you? Oh, yeah. At, are you good at skanking? No,
1: God, I've never done it in my life.
2: You've I, never. Not,
1: Not even in the privacy of my own home have I ever skanked. Really? Nope, not once. How? By not doing it. Oh, (laughs) it's pretty easy, actually.
0: You were like you you were a ska guy for a while. I never
1: went to ska shows though. Like I'd go to some (sighs) local shows, you know, but that was about it. Weird, man. Yeah. What's it. Skanking, I don't... skanking is the
0: tits, man.
1: Oh, oh is it? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just assumed that it was a thing that
0: skanks did. That's what
1: the kids always <laughs> used to say. Hey, man, skanking is the tits. No. You remember that? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't at all. <laughs> um, speaking of music, though, I guess if, if there's anything that I've been doing this last week, it's just been catching up on new and like previously released music that I was not privy <laughs> to. That's kind of been my week. Like what? New um, Foo Fighters? New, the new Foo Fighters song is... The best okay, under you is the best Foo Fighters song to come out since anything on Wasting Light.
0: Um, it's it's that good, and Wasting Light is
1: my favorite Foo Fighters record.
0: So I love Wasting Light. I would disagree I would disagree. I think that Over You is a very good song. I I, I it. I wouldn't it, say that it's.
1: You know what? Because you know what it sounds like. They finally let Chris shiflett I think kind of go back into his pop punk roots because that song sounds very pop punkish yeah it's very melodic it's got the drum beat Uh, they haven't announced it yet but i think everyone kind of knows at this point that it's josh freese playing drums for him now oh really that's the that's the i mean i'm assuming the front runner
0: i'm assuming dave no from my understanding
1: no josh freese recorded from my understanding yeah
0: um, what's, but, what's your understanding?
1: Well, listen to the songs. <laughs> listen, trust, trust me, man. Listen to the songs, though. Doesn't sound like Dave playing. He's got a very specific sound. Does not sound like him. So I don't. He might have had a hand in writing them, but I don't think he performed them. All right. Um, I'll take your word for it. I mean, we'll, we're not going to know until the record comes out in a couple weeks. But true. Um, but I I think it's the best Foo Fighter song in years. Probably a decade. Honestly, like I didn't really care for Concrete and Gold that much. I didn't really care for. Um, what was the one that came out after that? Um,
0: um I don't remember.
1: Was, yeah, whatever that, whatever that, the newest one was. I didn't
0: see con- Concrete and Gold, I thought had some bangers on it though.
1: Hey, maybe a couple of songs, but like I wouldn't put them above anything on Wasting Light though. No, like, no, Wasting, Wasting, Light, Wasting they hit Light's a, my,
2: yeah. They
1: hit a peak and then like where do you go from there?
0: Um, Like Run on.
1: <clears throat> oh, Run's great. Run's on, a
0: good song. Uh, on, Concrete and Gold but, is one of my favorite Foo Fighter songs of all time. But
1: Walk is better than Run <laughs> on Wasting Light. Yeah, well, so uh, mm, I don't know, dude. I, well, <sighs>
0: Run you, is Run you, is really good. Run? run is like one of those songs where if I need to, as the as the Zoomers call it, get in my feels for a while, sure, I put on Run. It's just one of those songs that like sends me well under you inside sends und- me inside of myself under you gets me in the field.
1: uh rescue me was also another one like this whole record is going to be about loss obviously in mm-hmm. taylor and i feel like bands put out their Best material when they have something that close to like go off when of. something
0: horrible happens.
1: It's, to it's them. the truth, man. It's why bands are always better when their singer just got like dumped or something like that. Like <laughs> you know, it's like all the all the goodness comes out. Uh What else has uh, come out the though? The U's just the put U's, out a new album. I yeah, haven't listened to it yet. I listened to it today. How is it's, it? It sounds like the used. I feel like all of their records lately, like for the last like ten years, have just been very cookie cutter used. I
0: saw a quote from one of them earlier today, and it was like the it. it just I think it was Bert, and he said mm-hmm. the used is and always has been an emo. It's I'm I'm. Uh, I don't know the exact quote, That's fine, but it's yeah. like used as an emo band. We always have been for the past twenty three years. We haven't gone anywhere. We've always been together and we're just an emo band. That's sure. what we are. You know, and they are. And, and so
1: they, they know what they It's a good record, yeah, but nothing stands out anymore though. You know, like I'm every time they put a new record out, I'm just waiting for Burt to get pissed again. Sure. And he just doesn't. He screams think, a little bit, okay, but it's all background. He, I don't think he can anymore. No, he can. can it's he on the records. The way he used to? It is on the records. But again, it's all background. And I and if I had to come up with a theory, if I had to theorize about it, yeah, I think that they do that because he can still scream on the records where it's a controlled environment. But then he doesn't have to do it live. live. Not so much. Yeah, you know, he's not expected to do it live because the main vocal line is clean. Yeah,
0: and Jeff and. Uh
1: the hell's their new guitar player's name i'm not sure i
0: can't remember they take up a lot of the screaming do line they now yeah. yeah
1: so i think jeff jeff is the only other original member at this point because the drummer is in rancid still. brandon yeah. yeah quinn is gone quinn's Where's, gone what's he even doing I, these days probably a hippie I don't know. he's bald yeah that's hippie. all i know <laughs> welcome bald ass hippie um speaking <laughs> oh, <that's> hippie. of <laughs> speaking of hippies uh 30 seconds to mars put a new song out oh it sucks does uh, it? Movie, it's a, new, a new awful. song or a new yeah. album? New song. It's called Stuck. It is awful. Mm. It is so bad. Okay. It's peak. Jared Leto is a just chotch bag. Yeah, he kind of um, went off the deep end. There's a new Queens of Stone Age record out. That's pretty awesome. Um, I've heard a couple things off, not the whole thing. Hot Mulligan put a new record out. Okay. I love Hot Mulligan. Um, yeah, they're I don't know. From, they're from Michigan, aren't they? They are. Believe, Ann Arbor. Uh, yes, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Hives, are you a fan of The Hives? I am. They and put a new record out, and the new, their new single is fucking dope. They're also it's co- so good. They're
0: also coming to the L Club in November. Are we're, they? We're thinking about going. Ooh. You want to go? Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of good. Um, I didn't realize that uh, a guy that I know, he's he, I, I know him through my brother. My brother was really good friends with him, still is. Uh, he's in a band called Temple of Void which is, like, this doom metal. It's 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 death metal, but mm-hmm. it's, like, that really slow death metal, you know? Like, the brooding, I call it slug metal, because it moves doom. like a slug. <laughs> doom, doom metal. It's doom metal, I think yeah. You're, yeah. It's, like, black metal, doom metal, death metal, whatever you want to consider it. Well, I'm um, not,
0: hold on, I'm not, I'm not, I my metal acumen is not, like, tip top sure but i'm pretty sure there's a huge difference between black metal and doom metal
1: but black metal can be slow too though that's the thing like listen to early black metal it's a lot of times it's really slow think, so like and I, I i consider doom metal to also have very, like, lower tempos i don't i don't know what whatever doom
0: metal is almost like i'm it, sure josh will correct us on this sure well sure i hope he does because i i would like to know but like uh doom metal i've always thought of as like uh it's almost like it's it's metal but for stoners. Yeah, I can you know see what that. Mean? Sure, sure. I actually like <clears throat> what I'm thinking of as doom metal, I actually like
1: it a lot. I'll play I'll play you some of them uh, on our on our first break here. Okay. But um but yeah, uh this guy Don that I know. Um Don it's it's funny, he's in this this, this black metal, doom metal band, whatever you want to call it, that is signed to relapse records. <laughs> And he was on my brother's bachelor party. Oh, really? <laughs> he was out with us. My brother's known him. Uh, he went to my high school. So, What's the er- name of the band? Ergo, my brother's high school. They're called Temple of Void. Temple of Void. Um, he's not an original member. He joined, I think this is the second record he's done with him. Uh, his name's Don. But uh, yeah, he's a super awesome guy. And it's funny when. The, uh, they um, are
0: a death doom metal Death. Band. okay
1: so i so i was right then
0: themes death doom horror and dark fantasy there you go all right
1: it's funny i was playing with I was, there's a band called irreverent smile they played the last oh yeah, uh, yeah. night on show uh when i played with them they, they had a show locally here um and i was there because i'd recorded a song with them and i i played it live excuse me with them and dom was at that show and it's funny i was talking to those. Talking to Don at that show and me and him were actually talking about putting together something, like doing something musically. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because they hear he is in like this doomed death metal band. <laughs> Obviously that's not what I do. So <laughs> having it's like, it's just funny to me that there was the possibility for a second of me being in a band with him and what that would have possibly ever sounded like is humorous to me. He's a guitar um, player. Yeah, he's fucking amazing too. Oh, his
0: name is Don Durr. Yep. Like Kelly Durr. Like the Dervastator. Oh yeah. These
1: guys should form a Kelly Durr and Don Durr. And they're just called Durr. Band. <laughs> the Durrs. Um, But uh, but yeah, no, they're they're awesome. If you like that kind of music, they're awesome. Like I said, they're on uh, what did I say? Relapse, Relapse Records. Oh, he was in Writhing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Another local band from Runner. Uh, I, I, sure I I know him best from the Plague back in the Lakeview High School days. which Pretty was the sure best band a dude
0: ever. I went to high school with was
1: in writhing yeah writhing was good back Eh, in the day
0: yeah anyway he's
1: also a master baker this guy can fucking bake some pies and i think i've showed you some of his before he's a master baker yes like he actually went to like uh, (laughs) oh
0: is this the guy who makes the cheesecake yes
1: yes he's the cheesecake guy (laughs) yeah his shit looks awesome man yep yep.
0: forget the doom metal i (laughs) want to get my hands on some of that
1: cheesecake yeah dude so good his cheesecakes are like
0: works of art dude yeah oh yeah let's They're get amazing. in well now that come on <laughs> i want you to get your hands on one of those cheesecakes for my birthday next year
1: i mean if he's like not on tour or whatever he that's what he does full-time now. or but. better
0: yet let's get one for your birthday since it's much sooner that's fine
1: by me <laughs> okay. that's, that's fine All by right. me
0: don dur i'm coming at you bud
1: <laughs> but um yeah they put a new record out last year and it's fucking amazing and it's the kind of like doom metal that you can you put it on the background while you're working because it doesn't like take your focus too much because it's got that slower tempo, you know. Sure. Like I can picture you down here, just blasting it, dude. I want a on leather.
0: I want a record player down here so bad. Get one. And just like,
2: start, Get one. The one that start, I have was like a hundred bucks.
0: And just start getting stupid with buying vinyl. Do it. Like old vinyl. It's not like all... like stuff that's warped. <laughs> 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 so it just sounds like shit. Every
1: every wallet that you make now, the stitching. Matches the wavelength <laughs> of the of the records, all like warbled and shit. Uh, anyway, though, um, that's that's been my week. There's hey, man. More, but whatever. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, hey. Um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of warped. Yeah. Sometimes our minds get warped. Cheers. When we're drinking too much, <sighs> and we say stupid things. Yeah. And then we have to issue corrections. So why don't we get into some corrections from last week?
1: Yeah. Nailed it!
2: Stupid! You're so stupid!
1: James, I'm gonna let you take it away.
0: You're so stupid, Mike. I know. I All know. right, so um, Silent House is not a Warner.
1: Oh, it's not. Okay.
0: I think that I think you said that it. You weren't sure that it was.
1: I had it's... never heard that before, so I was going basically. Pretty much off what you were saying. Yeah.
0: So, uh well, I thought that it was. But neither one of us were really sure. It was shot in like ten minute segments and then edited together to make it look like it was one shot.
1: Well, that's what I said. And it's
0: and it is like it's supposed to be eighty minutes. It's supposed know, like,
1: to feel like eighty minutes uninterrupted. Right. You spend yeah.
0: eighty minutes with these people. Well, and that and goes that's it. that
1: goes back to what I said last week about I don't actually believe that any water is actually a water. Like, even even Hitchcock's rope that I was talking about, that's the closest thing you're going to get to it, but even still, you know, they were filming on film, they'd change canisters, so oh. they would hide cuts, like, when they're passing by somebody's black jacket, like, really yeah. close behind them, they would stop, change reels, and then pick right back up. Well,
0: funny you should and, mention that. And you would hide stuff. Funny so. you should mention that, because Alfred Hitchcock's rope is not a wonder. Yeah. It was filmed on Jan between January 12th and February 21st, 1948. There are 10 shots yep. in the movie. No. Yep. Uh, like I said, all running between 4 4 to 5 minutes and 7 to 9 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and a piece, that's because so. of the reels they were using. Yep. So that's
1: why it's like you couldn't see this last week, but when I said it, I go it's a oneer, like right, in air right. quotes, cuz I want Yeah. Are there any movies that are I I mean, I'm sure someone's done it, but I feel like it's not the idea is cool, right? Like Warner sequences, uh, there's a lot of Warner sequences, like yeah, really oh, yeah, in-depth sequences. but like in terms of being an actual Warner movie, I guess you could you could do it now with digital, but I, I just don't see the practicality of it. I don't know. maybe there are i th-
0: I don't think it's like a practical thing. I think it's more like it's a it's a flex, you know, yeah, like well, kind of like because in order to do, especially if you have like a lot of like, uh, like, traveling camera shots where the cameras, like, walk, like, um,
1: what, what, um, you know what, I did just the, thought of Did one. the Great
0: Gatsby have a really awesome one where, it, like, where it walks through, like, through the mansion, and I can't remember if that's exactly what I'm thinking about, but I, I remember this scene where you're, you're following a person, like, into a house, and then they break off, and then you go, and you, the camera pans around all through the house. Mm-hmm and you're hearing different conversations, you're seeing all kinds of shit going on and it it lasts like 10 minutes and then you finally meet back up with that same person that you were yeah. following into the house initially like the purpose of a oneer is just like I said it's kind of a flex. It's like we were able to do all like we were so well rehearsed that we were able to do this in one shot. So, it's not a practicality thing. Like the idea of filming an entire movie in one shot isn't definitely not a practicality thing Well, no, it's a, like, it's a we were able to do this in one shot kind of thing
1: well sure but it's also not practical that's why that's what i'm saying that's like, what i just said yeah yeah, you're not yeah. Listening no to me i am because you're reading something no no, no i was i was <laughs> um running time which is the scott spiegel i think it's scott spiegel no no not spiegel um the other guy fuck what's his name um pilgrim nope <laughs> stab <laughs> josh um, becker uh it's the josh becker directed bruce campbell movie it's, a, it's an action movie, mm-hmm. and it was shot to look like a Warner as well. Okay, It's about a guy that gets out of prison, and then they go on a heist, and then they do this and this. And it's shot to look like a Warner as well. Okay, It's another really good one. Um, not many people... Uh, Severin just put it out on Blu-ray, I think, not recently. Uh, but anyway, but yeah. I don't believe that any of them are really ever one takes. I, I would be gobsmacked to find out there's actually a movie that was shot in one take.
0: I am going to look into this. That's
1: fine. I'm I'm sure it exists, but I'll be God smacked, uh, God smacked. <laughs> 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 oh yep. Oh I'll be God smacked regardless. All right, uh what else you got? Is
0: it is it safe to say that you would stand alone?
1: <laughs> ah Stand alone. Yes. Yes, James.
0: All right. Um that's it. That's all I have oh, for your corrections, okay. yeah. yeah. I pretty, um, I think, I don't know, if anybody listen, else mentioned or managed to find any other corrections, let us know. I listened and to the episode twice. And we probably won't issue them because, you know, check yeah. yourself. I, I
1: listened to it twice and didn't write anything down, so. You listened to it twice. That for what it, Well, one and a half. <laughs> oh god, why? I know, I know it's awful. I listened to it the first time and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't write anything down. We couldn't have gotten everything right." And then I listened to like half of it and we didn't, uh, you didn't know, touch on much. We got so. done
0: with the show last week and both you and I just sat here for like five minutes and then we were finally like, ah, that was not our best work. And it was fine. And it was actually not too bad. <laughs> it was fine. What was it about last week? Like we got done and well, I was just, just like, like, well, that was a f- shitty episode. Just like
1: not in a one take. <laughs> we hit a whole bunch of cuts because we thought we were... Talking in circles and oh not, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. But it—you'd uh, never know. Hey, because... the
0: the magic of editing. Except for we just let you peek behind the curtain, <laughs> yeah, so the magic okay. is gone. I'm into that. Can, I am too. You can peek behind my curtain. Super into it. Peek anytime you want. It's Like
1: baby. looking up a looking up a. Uh, I was gonna say a skirt, but that's illegal. So I'm gonna say a kilt. It's not.
0: Isn't that also illegal?
1: Yeah, but who's gonna really hold you to it on a kilt? <laughs> You know, <laughs> like like if you want to look at my cock, feel free. Yeah, right. It doesn't get very many takers these days. So Do you hey, do
0: you wear your lounge kilt anymore? We haven't talked about it in a while. I wore it like two days ago. Did you really? Fuck
1: yeah. What she is, has one too now.
0: A lounge kilt? <laughs>
1: yes. She literally has the exact same one that I do.
0: <laughs> There's an obvious question that I want to ask, but I'm I'm not going to. So nope, ask it. No. Ask it. There's actually several questions I want to <laughs> ask, but I'm not going to because it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. I'm not going to talk about this stuff on, on our I mean, show about you fine. and your wife.
1: Nothing's off limits, but okay.
0: All right. Uh, I'm just going to pour myself a little bit of whiskey oh, and then... Me.
1: I want a nip of that now. God damn it.
0: Do you? Kind of. I didn't bring a glass down I for know. you because you said... <laughs> I know. All right. You could just... Your glass is empty right there. That's true. Give me, me a little, a little yeah, nip yeah, give before me a... we have the beer for Yeah. The give week. me a little
1: nip. Right. I'll tell the people what we're watching.
2: Okay. All right. So
1: this week uh, we wanted to do a newer movie,
2: and you just
0: want like a little that's sip, perfectly right? Fine. Reno.
1: We wanted to do a newer movie, and I'll be honest with you. I saw, we saw, we actually watched it on the show <clears> the <throat> trailer for the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. And it looked really good. So yeah. we're like, let's fucking do the Pope's Exorcist. It looks like fun. Yeah. I'm all about uh, some Russell Crowe action. Why not? Uh, we like exorcisms. I've right. Never, I've never really understood the
0: hate for Russell Crowe.
1: I haven't either. I've I really like, haven't. Like, is there I... some? Is there something like ex- ex- extenuating in his personal life that we don't know about? I don't. Or was he kind of a goon in real life or something? I don't. Or... I don't know. I, I know, feel seems... like
0: maybe there was something, but like nothing. Not, not...
1: He just seems so cheery. He's just like a fat old guy now. Like yeah. he's like living his best life. <laughs> I like
0: I, I know there's. I know there's there are a lot of people who like genuinely think he's a bad actor. I don't think so. But I don't think so. Like I mean, isn't he an Academy Award winner? Yeah. Or at least for gladiator. nominated for Gladiator. Gladiator, and I'm pretty I was, I was quite entertained. Wasn't there some shit? <laughs> wasn't there some uh, stuff for uh, Les Miserables, too? Mm. I don't know.
1: I, I, Maybe. I, I like Russell Crowe. So, Russell Crowe in The Pope's Exorcist plays a guy named Father Amort. There is a documentary. So this is a little bit different for us because we're doing a documentary with a movie.
0: This is our first documentary I think it that is. we've ever I done. I think on that this it show. is the
1: first. Uh, the Devil and Father of Mort, which is directed, if you want to use that word, by William Friedkin.
0: Billy Friedkin.
1: Billy Friedkin, who did The Exorcist. Yeah. So it's it's a documentary about an, an Exorcist that was the basis for the Pope's Exorcist. Directed by the guy who made The Exorcist. You following me?
0: He's a dude playing a dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I take it back. I take it back. I do have one correction. Oh. And this is not from just last week. I think it's every time I've ever talked about it. Because I was completely wrong on this. Okay. I thought Father of Amort, uh, Amort. 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 Little enough, sorry. Fa- Father of... Pa- Padre Amort. I, I had Garth from <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World in my head for some reason. Father of Garth. <laughs> um... I always thought that father and Mort was the basis of the Exorcist in the Exorcist oh because that made sense to me as to why Friedkin did that movie yeah I always just Mm-mm. associated them with each other and that's not the case at all okay father Amort what didn't become the uh the, the Vatican Exorcist until like 86 I think something like
2: mm-hmm. that it was in the
1: early it was in the mid 80s so Moses? yeah it was after Exorcist even came out So, yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought... Yes, James. Okay. The answer is yes.
0: All right. Oh, yeah, because they said when he died, he had been doing it for like 30 some odd years. Correct. Which would make it... Yeah. Correct. Right. Okay, cool. Did the Pope have an exorcist before then? Like, was there a Vatican exorcist?
1: Every diocese has an exorcist, yes. Yeah. I've talked to my boss about this. Okay. Yes. And he is a vault of information.
0: (laughs) He's a... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Alright, nothing. <laughs> He's a holy man. Yep.
0: There's a lot of holes.
1: <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Okay. Um, so to not go holes, not a lot of holes in that story. Okay. So
0: to go along with the Pope's exorcist. Yes. The devil's reject.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's not,
0: those kind of those could go they like really those do, could go yeah. the devil's rejects and the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. They're kinda like um. What would you they're call that?
1: Kissing cousins.
0: Kissing cousins I've are. Seen that like, documentary? They're like uh they're like antonyms in a way. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like a,
0: de- a devil's reject and a pope's exorcist.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is it kind a, of I don't know. The plan word somewhere. There's, there there's a descriptor <sighs> that we're missing, I think.
0: So, <laughs> we've been This we, is exciting. <laughs> this bottle of beer yes. was sent to us
1: by the man formerly known as Clown Shoes Steve. Clown Shoes Steve. Back from like episodes like like less than 10, I think. No. Yes, because he because I think the first time that we did a Clown Shoes uh beer oh. was in our clown episode, episode which three. was episode 3 or 4. Yeah. 3, I think. 3. Yeah. Yeah. And then he sent this to us probably a, maybe a month or two after that. So it was in the early days of the podcast, <laughs>
0: so this bottle has been sitting around for six years. That
1: has gone through three moves with me. It has it, it has been sitting it, in it an sat, unlit area. It
0: sat on forever for the last six years. Oh, because this was—did you have this at the Elmira House? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah,
0: dude. So you had this at the Elmira House. You had this at, at the, the apartment, Kelly Kelly Green Estates down or whatever st- the down hell down the street here. Yeah. Yep. And then now you have it at your house for almost two years. Yep. So this bottle of beer, luckily it's an imperial stout, oh, which yeah, means
1: it should age. be fine. Well, he told us that when he gave it to us, that this bottle will age. Okay. So that's, I think, the reason why we didn't drink it right away, and then it just kind of became the traveling bottle. And <laughs> It's to, almost
0: kind of sad that we're drinking it now. <laughs> I know.
1: I, I I took it out of the house, and I looked at Chris, and I go, like, I feel like I'm like, giving up part of my life. Like, it's just been there for so long. <laughs>
0: this is weird, man. But well, we're doing it. All right. So we're finally doing it. <clears throat> Uh, from Clown Shoes Brewery, this is Breakfast Exorcism, an American Imperial Stout. Uh, holy shit. Hold on. I need, I, need, I need a light. I can't read this.
1: Um, My eyes have gone bad in six years. I can't read it anymore. It's a
0: stout aged in bourbon and rye barrels with espresso. Oh, oh, oh. wait. Oh. <laughs> oh, I pooped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is, that is uh, a glimpse of our future right there.
0: <laughs> and Father Amort, right at the beginning of uh the Devil's Reject. He or whatever was old as he, shit. No, uh <laughs> what the hell is the Pope's Exorcist? Yeah. He orders a double shot of his Oh, he does. So this like is that. perfect. There you go. All right. So from Clown Shoes, Clown Shoes Steve, uh brewed and bottled by Mercury Brewing in Ips Ips. Oh dude. Yeah,
1: it's the we had this IP switch. Ipswich. Right. It's it's Ipswich, I believe. Yeah. Is it? I think so. We
0: had this discussion on the show, what and then cl- and, the and the then Clown fi- Shoes Steve, yeah, gave us the information. I, th- I, I, bl- I, I so think it's, it's yeah. either Ipswich or Ipswick. Okay. We
1: Ipswich need, sounds more right.
0: We need to find. I'm going to say Ipswich.
1: He works for another brewery now. Yeah. yeah I know. We, we should track him down and send him a picture. Let's like we're finally cracking this after <laughs> seven years.
0: <laughs> All right. So from Ipswich, Massachusetts, <laughs> alcohol 11 percent by volume. We don't know what's up with all of the demons showing up in front of Sunset Grill, but we are happy to help exercise each and every spawn of hell. After breaking the spirit of one particularly vicious breakfast sandwich, we brewed a batch of undead Party Crasher, aged aged it 100% in rye and bourbon barrels, then added Cali Peaberry Espresso from our friends at Barrington Coffee Roasting Company. Yeah. Um... Wow,
1: they had the coolest bottles back in the day too. That their their labels, yeah, they're, they're not as cool now. Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their artwork is. awesome. But don't get
1: me wrong, their bottles are still cool, but like I feel like they've modernized a little bit.
0: Like Undead Party Crasher was one, so still one of my best. favorites yep. we've ever done. Yep,
1: yep, uh, and they and they stopped making that a long time ago.
0: Oh, did they? Oh yeah. Do you still I think, have a bottle? No, I don't. Because we actually drank it on the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually how we how we found out. Do you, want little, you want a You want to smell it, it before I pour it? Yeah, is it good? You smell your tip. Smell. <laughs>
0: just, just stick your nose in there.
1: Oh, it smells good. It smells like syrup. <laughs> yeah, it does. Give it to me. Oh, yep. That's gonna be delicious. Here, just give me your glass. That I'll is... pour. It.
0: I'll pour both of them.
1: Gotta get the whiskey out of there before I drink an 11% beer. Oh boy. Okay, so. Is it thick? Oh, it's so thick! Oh, it's so thick and black. <laughs> Fuck! Can you say that? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah, of course. It's
0: just beer. Yeah. It. Uh, this is gonna be. I feel like this is gonna be pretty gnarly, right?
1: I don't know, man. It's, I don't. I don't know that I have ever aged a bottle of beer this long. So so my
0: yeah. so my dad. I think the, so. The oldest bottle of stout that I've ever had. Is
1: it a Bourbon County?
0: my dad has several cases of not cases but six packs of bourbon county stout mm-hmm. from um Goose Island Goose Island which is delicious and he's i think he's been aging one of them f- since 2015 okay and we just drank some of it at christmas this year and so it was del- and it was delicious so that's
1: literally only about an, a year more than this right so so Cheer, we, proper cheers. Yeah, proper, proper cheers. Proper cheers. All right, so
0: this this is, for, this is for you, Steve. This is for you, Clown Shoes, Steve, wherever you are, or not, not Clown He's
2: Shoes. Not Clown
1: Steve. Shoes anymore. All right, this have. is
0: Breakfast Exorcism American Imperial Stout. Mm.
1: Yep. She's good. She's actually not as thick as I would have expected. It's
0: good though. It it
1: is really good. Like this is. This is the kind of beer you wish you Ooh. could just take out for a cigar, yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> the coffee is actually it's like really the, strong. It's, but it's like bitter and almost like like stings your a tongue bit. a little bit. It, you like you, really good, like really freshly roasted whole yeah. whole bean coffee yep.
1: will kind of like, oh yeah, sting your tongue a little bit. You drink it every morning, dude. That's good. This is really good. It's um. You don't taste the alcohol in it either. Mm-mm. Like you taste the heaviness of it, but it's not like that heavy alcohol flavor that you get in a lot of oh. like eleven percenters. It's, it's like,
0: smooth. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's bitter. And it's like but it's oh. not like bitter I I know bitter kind of implies like a, an unpleasant sort of, but it's not No, it's, it's not an bitter. Unple- No, it's a good of
1: a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of of a bit of Um, So this is a bottle then we need to cherish and save. And post it, James. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were like I'm going to start posting cans again, uh, and I'm not going to be a piece of shit and forget about it. Well, here's
0: the thing: when I did my Skinner video, wait to hear this. When I did my skinning video, I outdid myself.
1: Oh, is that what it was? So for the three people that saw it,
0: <laughs> I was pissed about that because I actually put I put a decent amount of work into yeah, that, and Instagram I thought Instagram sucks, and anymore. I felt like I really captured. You did. I felt like I captured the essence and the mood of Skinnermink. I agree, and, and recreated it
1: pretty well. I agree. For that video, now you need to recreate a breakfast exorcism, <laughs> whatever that entails.
0: <laughs> a breakfastism.
1: No, a breakfastism. <laughs> a breakfastism.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, baby, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. You know, it's time for trailer trashed. Let's go try. <laughs> Were you never in band? <laughs> when the when the conductor like, that when was the, a
2: terrible idea.
1: <laughs> All right, j- <clears throat> oh my god. All right, James. <laughs> I'm trying out for my new doom metal band. Okay,
0: you're trying out for the new Inspector Gadget movie. <laughs>
1: I'll
2: get you, Gadget.
1: I, I, I can That's actually that. pretty good. I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, though, uh, this is the trailer for movies. I don't know what's what's going on here. I I'm I'm lost. Okay, I got two trailers for you this week. Oh, okay. Uh one of them I have not watched. All right. And the other one I have. Not watched. Okay. So cool. these are both new for both of us. Uh, we're going to start with a trailer for a movie called Brooklyn 45, starring the guy that is in every single movie, Mr. Larry Channing Fessenden. Tatum. <laughs> Larry Fessenden? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he kind of looks like Channing Tatum. Sure. Like after he got old and stopped caring about his appearance a little bit. Yeah.
0: And his forehead grew. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So <laughs> Larry Fessenden has a huge head.
1: Uh, the ghosts of your past would like to have a word with you that's the tagline of this movie (laughs) Uh, that's the tagline Uh, this is coming to Shudder on June 9th so let's check out this movie and see what it's got in store for us this is Brooklyn 45 (laughs) god damn it's good to see you guys DeFranco get your ass out here
2: You're not gonna drag us into the dark with you. This madness is over. This war is over. Says who
1: That looks kind of awesome. I like the looks yeah.
0: I, I love the uh
1: Like the old school, like 50s vibe to it? The
0: old school 50s vibe, but then like it actually probably more like 20s or 30s vibe, but uh,
1: no, it's it's stranded in the 1950s rural Appalachia. Oh, is it 50s? So 50s, yep. Uh, but then, but
0: then like, but then the like oversaturated colors.
1: Oh, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm reading something from a different movie. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me, dude? (laughs) We'll get to that later.
0: All right. So I was probably right. It's probably Uh, more like 45. 45. Oh, 45. So not that far off. All right. Split the diff. Yeah. Um, Split the diff. Yeah. I like the way that looks, though. Like just the, um, not just the time period, but like the oversaturation of the colors and stuff. It just gives it a really cool look. Uh, it, it looks it's cool. It's a very it's like, like a, leave it to beaver. A, and it's also you well, and I black
1: and white I guess but <laughs> you know what I mean though like it's that feeling.
0: You and I also really like uh, movies that take place in one location. Sure. And this movie looks like it, it takes place entirely in like the lobby of this hotel or whatever I, it is. I
2: got
1: weird vibes of like Clue from it too. Like, each one of the characters yeah, has something character different. Yeah, each character has a very yeah, a specific like they,
0: th- kind of vibe to them.
1: They didn't really allude to that, but I kind of get that feeling that they it could go yeah. in that direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm into that. that. That looks awesome. Yeah, it looks good. I like that. Super, James. Um, okay. <laughs> Super. Let's, let's move on. Uh, this one's a bit of a bigger caliber movie. Okay. Uh, this is the new Scorsese movie. Okay. This is called Killers of the Flower Moon, and if you guessed it was starring Leonardo DiCaprio, you would be correct. So uh yeah, this is a uh it's a adaptation, of, I believe, of a book. I don't know much about it, so I'm not gonna like speak out of my ass and not a turn, but um I believe <laughs> for once in your yeah, life. I know, right? I believe that it's based on a book. Uh, and I have not seen this. I'm hearing great things about it. Uh Bob De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, a bunch of other people are in it. So let's check it out. This is Killers of the Flower Moon. All right. <laughs>
2: Fond the wolves in this picture.
1: Interesting. Uh there's a, a lot more people in this movie than I thought there was, too. Brennan Frazier showed up at the very end. Didn't realize he was in this.
0: Yeah, you were too uh <laughs> turn that off.
1: Trying, trying.
0: You were too distracted by. Brendan Fraser too. Uh, it was cool that he brought back that line from the because. Oh, can you picture this? Can you, he's yeah. he's reading out of a children's book or something? And it was one of those like hard like, time can, reading. Can you see the wolves in this picture? And then at the end, you see like this group of people like high high class looking people and they Unsavory all turn toward types. the camera yep. and he says, Can you find the wolves in this picture? That doesn't look like a um No, I thought it was it doesn't be look like a genre movie. No, to me.
1: I, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more genre y than uh than it was the way that yeah. it was described. It but looks
0: more like a drama, like a yeah, like a period s- piece drama sort of
1: still looks fucking good though. Oh, it looks good, yeah. <laughs> it still looks great.
0: Um uh yeah I'm into it. I mean, <laughs> your your first reaction, <laughs> sorry not to call you out or anything, but no, you're fine. like you're like he's not well I agreed with you at first because when I first heard Leo's voice, yeah, I it, go, it's like, like it's it's almost like he's playing it up too much. Yeah, yeah, like the the Os- Osage County. <laughs> and I'm like, holy I didn't shit, dude! Realize though, and you go, he's not winning any Academy Awards for this one, and then. You see some of the shots, and I go, "Oh, well, cinematography. cinematography, maybe though. It looks like it's shot beautifully."
1: But I also think that he was reading from a book in that open. Yeah, oh yeah, thing, yeah. and yeah. obviously he can't read very well. Like that's, I think, the interpretation you're supposed to be getting. Like he's I don't sounding even know out well because he's sounding out every word very in, like 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 individually. Yeah. Like he's reading very slow on purpose. Right. So maybe that's not the way that his character is going to be the entire movie. Maybe that's just like he doesn't read very well. So it's. You know, that's how he reads. The cadence of his voice is based on that. I'm um, not
0: gonna make any Leo, wild assumptions, yeah, but
1: <laughs> I, I, I won't either. I take back what I said because Leo for 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 anything bad you can say about Leo, there is an equal amount, if not more good things you can say about him in terms of his acting. So he's 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 great. Yeah. everyone knows that. Um and Scorsese is great, and everybody else is great. Like we said, there's uh um Brendan Frazier showed up at the very end, uh, Bob De Niro's in it. I was uh great. Who? I don't know.
0: Who directed uh uh I'm going to drink your milk shit no country for old men.
1: That was No, not
0: no country for old men. Um uh there will be blood. Fuck. Um because I got like a I got like a slight hint of there will be blood from this, not not from not like the actual story yeah. itself, but there was just something about the
1: Daniel Day-Lewis was in it, and it was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. I just got like a slight like... Not Paul W.S. Anderson.
0: <laughs> I just got like Very a, different. I just got like a slight feeling sure. from it that well, gave me like a There Will Be of Blood. It's movie as um, well,
1: too. The, the settings are kind of the same.
0: And actually, Jesse Plemons is in it. I got... Uh, which is Jesse Plemons was also, if I'm not mistaken, he was in... There Will Be Blood.
1: It's funny that you get There Will Be Blood because I got Tremors 4. <laughs> that, was, that was a feeling that I got.
0: <laughs> oh, something seriously wrong with your brain.
1: Anyway, uh, those are your two movies for this week. Uh, both of them look pretty darn good. Am I wrong about that? Is
0: Jesse Jimmy, Jesse Plemons is in There Will Be Blood, right? I, I don't know, James. I can't,
1: I can't help you with this one. Okay. Well. I, don't, I don't know. You can either correct yourself next week or in the next segment.
0: Or in the next 10 seconds because. Because. Yes, he yes. was. Yeah, I knew it. Maybe. I knew it. No, he wasn't. I knew he was Oh, I was thinking of The Power <laughs> of the Dog.
1: That's what I was thinking of. Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't think you watched that movie.
1: No, probably not. No. I probably double featured it with uh, The Headhunter.
0: With Huberdale Cumberbund. What? Huberdale Cumberbund. You mean
1: bender ben snatch cummerbum?
0: Cummer snatch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a little on the nose. <laughs> cummer sma- snatch. Cummer cummer snatch. snackerbum. <laughs>
0: Sounds like a pretty good Saturday night.
1: <laughs> cummer snatch.
0: snackerbum. Oh wow! Awesome, dude. Uh, all right.
1: All right. Well, cool. um, on that note, um, I, I think news comes next why do you keep
0: i just have to bring this up because it's funny yeah because i i I don't know if you you don't know who jesse plemons is the guy i I was just talking about i don't you've never heard anybody people refer to him as fat damon Oh, I've heard of that. Because he looks just like Matt Damon. Okay. If Matt Damon was like forty pounds heavier. Yeah. You've never heard that.
1: I I I I feel like I've heard of people refer to him as that, but I don't know who he is.
0: The resemblance is uncanny. Okay, it's fair awesome. enough. Fair enough. I'll show him to you later.
1: Uh, does he have a resemblance to? I think he was in Breaking Bad. Does he? Has... Was breaking,
0: it? Breaking bad. Bra- Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking <laughs> Bad.
1: Does he have a resemblance to to Match Macabum? <laughs> Uh, That's just fun. Speaking of that, Dinner with Leatherface is a new documentary coming out.
0: Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, Dinner with Leatherface is a new documentary coming out about the life and times of Gunnar Hansen. So, if you're a big fan of that, the movie uh, or the documentary is coming out to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the movie.
0: Jeez, Texas Louise.
1: Chainsaw Massacre was made half a century ago. That's weird. How fucking weird is that? Yep so bizarre yep that's weird um but that's gonna be coming out though uh it's directed by the same guy that made um dorks uh, hearts of dorkness which was the making of my name is bruce the bruce campbell movie oh right on <laughs> but it's gonna have people in it like bruce campbell barbara crampton kane hotter brian o'halloran um kim henkel you know effects artist and whatnot uh cinematographer daniel pearl tons of people are gonna be in it uh so yeah if you like uh You've like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Gunnar Hansen, that's gonna be right up your alley. I oh, super do. Uh, speaking of super some, do. speaking of documentaries, I've seen that documentary. <laughs> super do. <laughs> Ew. Uh, Tim Burton has a new documentary coming out. It's gonna be a four part series that chronicles like his entire career up until this point. Um, lots of collaborators, including Johnny Depp, Helena Bottom Carter. Michael Keaton, Manila Ryder, Jenna Ortega from the new movie, so mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty recent. Danny Elfman, a ton of other people. You're right. The Breakfast Exorcism is getting to me.
0: The Breakfast Exorcism. I want to so
1: put that <laughs> over there. Um, but yeah, if you're uh, if you're a big Tim Burton fan, though, there's a four part series coming, which is going to be pretty awesome. On what? his uh, life his whole life no no,
0: No, i know what is streaming service or what oh it doesn't say yet oh oh, they're
1: they're taking it to cans so it hasn't been sold yet so can yeah it's cans it's can cans (laughs) there's an
0: s at
2: the
1: end
0: no it's it's not the c-a-n-n-e-s it's it's c-a-n-s and it's the it's the Bush Light Film Festival, <laughs> the Cairns Film Festival.
1: <laughs> I'm into it. That's fun. All right. Um, speaking of things that are just total bush, James. Oh yeah. Right? Man. Like so, so Fox in the last couple of years was absorbed by Disney, yeah. right? And during that merger, something got shelved. A completed series, animated series, but a completed series that is just sitting somewhere on a shelf waiting to be seen. Okay. And that is a full a full season's worth of an alien versus predator cartoon series, anime, an anime series to be more specific. What does this have to do with Bush? It's Bush league, James. Um, yeah, apparently it's just sitting there and Why? Disney just won't release it. Uh, oh. Disney is also stripping their streaming service of a fuck ton of shows starting at the end of this month. Well, sure. You know, stuff like Willow cause that did well. And, uh, honestly though the fucking did you watch it i didn't but i watched two seasons of the jeff goldblum show which was amazing what jeff goldblum was a docu-series where jeff goldblum just goes and tries shit one of the episodes had the guy the people from hellier in it are they canceling that yeah and they they did like the bigfoot hunting and stuff like that with the hellier guys and like
0: with jeff goldblum
1: yes how did i not know about oh it's amazing dude i would watch that he's he is the most eccentric eccentric i've ever seen in my life eccentric and that's like his everyday personality from my understanding and it's amazing yeah he's a treasure yeah watch it though because they're taking it down i believe in like a week
0: they're taking it down yeah like they won't just they're, why not just leave it
1: by getting rid of all these shows on the streaming service they're saving something like a billion dollars i there's a whole I, no i that. understand
0: that but like why not just leave the the seasons that because you have because it costs money
1: to keep them live. I mean, how much though? I don't know. It does though. You probably it's it's space for storage fuck, on their servers. I don't know. You're Disney. Like you literally, you make fuck you money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I saw a fucking
0: I saw a TikTok <laughs> a couple weeks ago of somebody who broke down how much it costs just for a day at the park. And and granted, these people were they were like. They were playing it pretty fast and loose with their money, like they weren't like they're like we're at the park, so we're gonna do a you know we're gonna sure. get the churros and we're gonna get a lightsaber at the fucking Star Wars. Whoa, thing. whoa 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 whoa.
1: What? You never skip a churro.
0: Oh no, I wouldn't. But they're thirty dollars, <laughs> okay. like you know, it's jump thirty dollars. Change. But these they broke it down as a family of four, and by the end of the day, they had spent like forty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ridiculous. fucked. Or oh, did you hear that? Uh, did you hear that Disney is closing down their um, uh, their Star Wars hotel?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Why?
0: Because it costs ten thousand dollars a night.
1: Oh well. And and I, and
0: you can't like how many like once once all the rich assholes have had the experience, like there's nobody left who is willing to pay that amount of money. That's true. For one one night, Especially, it's like a fully immersive. It looks cool. It's like a fully immersive thing. Like you stay on this ship. There's no windows. So you're like fully immersed in the story.
1: But we've moved on though, because Jeff Bezos can literally take you to space now.
0: Oh, yeah, so it, it's
1: it's obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Can I buy one of the rooms for cheap? Put it in my house. As long as you, that would be awesome.
0: Just you go to Disney, you buy one of the lightsabers, and then you jump on Sky Blue or whatever the fuck Jeff Bezos. What was it called? I don't know. It was a It looked rocket. like a huge yeah. dildo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, Alien vs Predator though, uh, it's a series that's just sitting there, and it's not going anywhere, and it's never going to be seen. That's crazy. Yeah, insane.
0: Do fucking do what Kevin Smith did with uh what the hell is it called the the um uh, the Kilroy was here Kilroy was here yeah.
1: yeah oh just auction it off just make the, it a yeah, yeah. just
0: making an NFT and fucking auction it off and then if some guy decides goes against guy or gal who has a bunch of money decides that they want to release it to the public then let them do it you goes know it's
1: against their 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 work. Thing. You're just know. you're just wasting money otherwise sure. just sure. fucking <sighs> No, I agree. All right. Uh speaking of wasting money, the new Hellboy movie has officially been filmed. Oh. It's done. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh it's called Hellboy the Crooked Man. Uh, I'm reading the Hellboy comics right now mm-hmm. and they're fucking great. They're so good. Digital so, or No, no, I bought the Omnius books oh so I, I borrow them after like, you're done yeah i'm like i only have the one right now but i'm going to continue buying well, them because they're
0: you, great will you shoot it over here once you're done I'll, with it? I'll shoot it on
1: you um but uh yeah they're they're great just fair warning though if you loan me a comic book
0: you can ask carney about this i'll keep it for 12 years so
1: well you have my dexter book still
0: <laughs> no i don't you never lent me dexter it's
1: when we live together no yeah, you... yeah. It's probably in this house somewhere. It's, no, because it's it came not. With air it's, and stuff. No, you didn't
0: because you didn't buy "Darkly Dreaming Dexter" until you were in the Elmira house. It's not true. Because I remember because no. I remember looking at it in the Elmira house in that little nook that you had up in your bedroom. Nope. Yes. Nope. Oh, you're, you're, remembering <laughs> you're remembering this incorrectly. You're remembering this incorrectly. I'm sorry. I'm not. You never lent me that book. Yeah. Okay. But anyway,
1: go ahead. That's, that's what somebody who lost my book would say you piece of shit. Anyway though, uh, Hellboy though, uh, this is the movie that takes place in the 50s rural Appalachia uh, where (laughs) I mentioned it before. I had the wrong screen open. Um, Let's see here. Hellboy (laughs) the Crooked Man. uh, (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Brian Taylor is also in it who was in movies like Crank and Gamer and Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance (laughs) Uh, and Mom and Dad uh, is directing the movie. So, I mean, he's directed Nick Cage. So, I mean, he's got a good pedigree. Directed
0: directed Nick Cage more than once. Even. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And, and uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost and Rider and Mom, and, Mom and, Dad, and Dad. Yeah. So. And then he cranked it to a gamer. So, I mean that that I, I think it's gonna be great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. I I'll watch it. You know what? I. Well, yeah. I feel like I gave a lot of shit to the David Harbor movie. And I will. I've been wanting to do this for 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 some movies. You know, we do Bad Brew already occasionally for movies that like everybody says are bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do an, a segment at some point in time where movies we said were bad. We give it a little bit of time. And then we rewatch it. Right. And see if, uh, see if our opinion changes on it. Cause I feel like that movie could be a movie where my opinion might change once I know the source material, which at that point, if that's the case, <clears throat> then the critique goes more to you didn't make an accessible movie for anybody that didn't read the source material. Which is a whole other problem. But
0: I've never read the source material, and I liked the David Harbour movie. I'm just
1: saying, though, it's going to be different for everybody, but I just wonder if I'll like it more once I I read the comics. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know, James. I don't don't know things. Uh, Speaking of things, Needful Things... Like that. Oh, did you like that? Stefan King, uh, Stefan King's Needful Things is getting a 4K upgrade, and this is cool because originally you could only ever get the theatrical cut of the movie in the States. This will be the very first On time, laser disc. This will be the very first time <laughs> that you're going to be able to get the TV series cut, which is three hours long. Oh in four k in the states available on disc, so that's actually pretty awesome that's, that's a pretty big deal
0: that's the only way I've ever seen that movie. I've never seen I've, either of I them, watched so. the um the mini series when it came out, okay, and that's the only time I've ever seen it
1: yeah that's the the hundred and ninety one minute cut so that had to have been like what two nights or three nights three of nights viewing? i think yeah yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, if you're a big, man, uh, big you, fan of that, then uh, you get that. Did you did you used to watch uh, miniseries when they would come out? I watched the Rose... No, no, no. Uh, Stephen King's Kingdom Hospital. I watched that when it was on TV. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those things were, like, family events, man. Back when TV meant something... It was so exciting, yeah. dude.
0: Oh, yeah. It was so exciting. Tuning in, like, three weeks in a row to see doesn't, this, like... Oh, man. Doesn't I remember anymore. I remember watching The Stand on TV when I was younger. Just being scared shitless, but sure. thinking it was so awesome, sure. you know? Man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I've never seen any incarnation of the stand or read the book. Oh, really? Nope. I tried, I started reading it once. I got very, very shallow into it. Like I didn't make a splash into it it's at very all. Very good. Yeah.
0: There's a lot. It's there's a there's a lot of fucking moving parts and like tributaries leading mm-hmm. off into nowhere, but it's so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up is your segue out of this hot mess of a news section.
0: All right. So that's <laughs> it with the hot mess. <laughs> and speaking of hot messes, uh, we didn't do a proper outro out of, the, out of the trailer trash. So that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was trailer trash. We uh, watched some trailers. We are sufficiently trash. That was the bleed feed. Now we're going to take a little bit of a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about no more Mr. Nice Guy.
1: That sounded like an absentee father yes, who just missed out on a whole bunch of <laughs> <with> his kids. <laughs> Tell me May- everything. Making up for lost time, aren't <laughs> you there, James? <laughs> Tell me everything, Johnny.
2: <laughs> Throughout
0: this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
1: Church, down, What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, your kids just made their communions, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, are they going to become exorcists? You think? Oh, I don't know. Are they on their? Are they on their 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 path to becoming the banishers of Satan?
0: Um, <clears throat> to be completely honest with you, there's, I'm not entirely convinced at many times throughout even just one day that they themselves aren't, <laughs> aren't Satan. that's so. fair so
1: they're already possessed so you need <laughs> you need an exorcist i'm not
0: i don't i'm not even saying they're possessed i'm saying that they are themselves i satan
1: i can't supply you with an exorcist but i can supply you with an exercise bike will that help
0: is it a peloton might be if it's, not a Pel- if it's not a
1: Peloton, don't waste my time. I'm, I think it's like a dandy dandy bike. That's what that's what it's called. Oh, the old dandy oh, bike. The, the old dandy bike. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week we decided to I go... I think
0: that's what the, those, the the bikes with the big wheel in the front and the little tiny wheel in the back...
1: Oh, it's a dandy bike, Oh, see? it's
0: a dandy bike. <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Uh,
1: it's fine. So this week we decided to go biblical on your asses and uh, do The Pope's Exorcist, the newest movie from Mr. Russell Crowe. Uh, and company, and then pair that up, like we said earlier, with the documentary about the real-life version, real-life version of uh, Father of Morth. Um, was with the air quotes, man? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, before we get into that, though, uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Uh, we both, uh, like we mentioned earlier, thought the trailer for this movie looked pretty fucking dope, Yeah. right? Looked pretty good.
0: Dope as a pope. Dope as a pope. Dope as a pope on a rope. Oh, that might be...
1: Dope as a pope on a rope. That might be... Sexy. Sacrilegious? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> um, okay, I'll say this about the Pope's exorcist.
2: Oh,
0: you're just going to lay it all out?
1: No. Okay. No, I was just going to say this. I really enjoyed Russell Crowe in this movie. I thought he was fine. Oh, yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, I did too. I have no... I, uh, you mentioned before... Why does he get the hate that he gets?
0: I I just don't understand it.
1: No, like he was. I actually really enjoyed his portrayal of Father Immort in this movie. I thought that he got the humor of him down like good. Um, I thought it, got it down real good. Got it down real good. Real good. Like, um, if you don't know though, this movie is directed by Julius Avery, who did Overlord and then that uh, Sly Stallone movie uh, Samaritan, where he's like oh. <laughs> where he's like the superhero but yeah. unwilling or whatever. Uh, uh, are we doing the Pope's Exorcist first?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. I. That's fine. That's fine. I just didn't know that we were going to... I figured we would talk about the devil and Father Amor oh. first.
1: I figured we'd talk about it afterwards because then we can... Talk about the how he was in the fictional version Fair to enough. the real-life version. Fair enough. Okay. All right. We talked about these things beforehand. <laughs> uh, follow Gabriel Amorth, the Vatican's leading exorcist, as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy the Vatican has tried to keep secret.
0: Put some respect on his name. Dun, dun, it's Gabriel Amorth.
1: Gabriel Amorth. Amort. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's a sweet name. In fairness, oh yeah, it's totally, a pretty, pretty, pretty dope show name. mort
0: I, I kind of yeah. like. I I keep meaning to look up the translation of the last name Amort because like Mort makes me think of death, like Mortem. No, well, like uh, Dia de la Muerte, you know, yeah. like oh, okay, okay, like that. That typically means dead.
1: De la Muerte, de la mort. <laughs> Sure. Sure. That's the that's uh, the uh, the Italian name for Cemetery Man, which is one of my favorite Italian movies.
0: You don't have any favorite Italian? I, that movies. one I do. Love that movie. No, you don't. Do you hate it? Bet. Okay. <laughs> Bet. Bet.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, Russell Crowe was was good in this movie. I actually really really enjoyed him. The rest of the movie. Oh. Go ahead. Was. What do you think? I liked it. Like the whole thing? Yeah. Really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, there was like some, there was some like really corny shit.
1: It was. I, but like,
0: I, it wasn't enough corny shit to make me not like the movie.
1: I, 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 mm, okay. I don't want to hate on this movie because it was fun, right? I'll yeah, give that it that. Was, that's it was kind of like, it was fun. I went
0: into it thinking it was going to be fun. It was fun. And it was fun.
1: I, uh, let's, 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 let's start this off on a, uh, on a good foot, at least for me. I thought Russell Crowe was great, like I've said before. I thought that uh, Father Esquabble uh Esquabelle. Esquil? trying. Esquabble.
0: Dude. You suck. You fucking suck at names, dude. That's hilarious. A squabble.
1: What do you want from me? What is his name? <laughs> what's his name Esquivel Esquivel <laughs> I'm going to refer to him here as Esquivel Esquivel that's, that's fine um, Daniel uh, Zayato uh, played nope. him
0: there's a V in that name
1: Zavato oh I thought it was a Y I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> it's underlying because it's like spelled wrong on my word so I didn't see the bottom of it my apologies Daniel Zavato
0: Zawato. <laughs>
1: Zawato. Uh I thought he was good too. Yeah. I I thought he was serviceable. Yep, The family was serviceable. Like like the acting itself wasn't bad. It's just that the dialogue was pretty shit for most of the movie. I felt like the mom had
0: some like questionable
1: questionable moments where
0: I was I like is she, everybody, a, is she
1: a bad actress? I thought everybody had questionable moments. It, because, but it was sure. like it was the dialogue though. I don't think it was them. The the movie was not written well. It just wasn't. No. It was it was, it was uh, well, hold
0: on. Everything uh, i everything having to do with Father Amorth
2: was was okay. was awesome. Yeah, like yeah.
0: I felt like I felt like, like you said, I f- I feel like uh, Russell Crowe like really captured because we'll get into this later too in mm-hmm. in uh, in the uh, documentary. But everybody talks about specifically about how um, Father Amorth had a really good sense of humor. Sure. And he he kind of like went in went into these exorcisms with sort of like a chip on his shoulder and like joking around a little bit because yeah. he's like the devil is fucking. Well, nah, devil like it's almost like almost going into it, like I'm not going to take you seriously because you're a bitch, you know. Kind like, of, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the real, the real Father of Mort, though, said that the devil hates comedy. The right, devil he hates, hates jokes. He hates it... jokes, so that's why he was the way that he was. And right. I thought that 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 Russell Crowe really encapsulated that character. And it well.
0: was and it was charming. Yeah. It was super charming. Like something horrible and horrific would happen, and then he'd crack a joke, like at a really inappropriate yeah. time. And it worked. But it though. would be hilarious. Like not hilarious, not ha ha funny. But you just like you'd be like, I like that about him.
1: Sidebar: What was ha ha funny was watching Russell Crowe ride a spree around the Vatican.
0: <laughs> that was a Vespa, I tell I'm sorry,
1: ass. a Vespa, a bright white and red Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Which had no basis in anything. I think the, uh, <clears throat> the people in Rome. I think it was that was Russell Crowe's idea because like people in Rome ride vespas every anywhere everywhere. No, so I he think thought it was, that it was.
0: I think it was uh, after World War Two. After World War Two, uh, like uh, vehicles, like large vehicles, became really unaffordable in. That portion of Europe. So people started driving around Vespa's.
1: I read a, an interview with Russell Crowe where he said he watched a bunch of priests riding around on Vespas and that's why he wanted to do it.
0: That's that's fine. So, yeah. I'm just saying like yeah. it's 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 not uncommon to see lots of people riding Vespas no, in that part of I the world. No, I think it was I,
1: more what was funny was fat guy on a little bike, <laughs> fat guy on a little That's not... <laughs> it, was no. just, it was just funny to me. I don't know.
0: I saw an episode of Pawn Stars where chun, chun- <laughs> Lee was riding a Vespa. That's a fat guy yeah, on a little hilarious. bike.
1: It's hilarious. Um um, no, I, um, yeah, I, th- I thought that the, 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 the dialogue though in this movie just was not written well. It was written very amateurish, especially like, like when the first time that you see the Pope and the Pope has this great, like his, the, the Pope has this really great aura about him in mm-hmm. the movie, but then he talks and he goes, Gabrielle, I am, a am afraid of the big evil and like, it was all very basic dialogue like it did like it was it was just like a like the writers of the movie just didn't have a good grasp on how to write for well, characters i don't know it was very amateur correct me to if me.
0: i'm wrong but i don't think he ever actually said i'm afraid of the big evil
1: <laughs> It was something like that it was like my note here is uh, a lot of the dialogue including the popes is amateur at best like it just wasn't written well
0: Well, so hold on. It was the most basic
1: way you could possibly write anything.
0: That could be explained by two different things, right? Either these two guys were actually speaking to each other in Italian, which is the most likely scenario, right?
1: No, they're speaking English in the movie.
0: In the movie, obviously, but like in the setting, more than likely the Pope and Father Amort would have been speaking Italian to each other. Sure. So translating Italian into English for an english-speaking audience would have come across as
1: I don't think that it was not written by anybody Italian though that's not what I'm saying I'm saying like <laughs> but there was enough Italian on the movie to where that wouldn't have mattered I know if they but wanted like, it to come off as Italian okay it would so have then been Italian so, so
0: then you have two Italian uh, Italian people speaking English to each other yeah. That's their second language. It's, also, it's not gonna
1: it's also a movie, though. Write it the way that you want it to be understood, not you can take those liberties in writing. What's,
0: what's wrong with having a little bit of authenticity?
1: That's not the right authenticity. <laughs> it's not. It's just not. It's a movie. There are things you can get away with, and there's things that you can't. You want you that want just,
0: that seems nitpicky to me. No,
1: using poor English <clears throat> is not an excuse. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Like the subtitles, like it like says says the guy
0: whose urban dictionary <laughs> <laughs> definition is absolute shit English and it's your first language.
1: Fuck you. Um <laughs> no, but like if you're gonna have the translation be something, have them speak in Italian, so then we see the translation. They do that all over the movie. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna write a part that is in English, have it be correct English. Okay. Or have it mean what it's supposed to be saying. It just, it just felt very shallow to me. Like it didn't feel like
0: I'm gonna have to go back and like actually watch yeah. to see what you're talking about because I nothing struck me as like super. And it wasn't
1: just him though. That's I'm not trying to you know harp on the Pope sure, here. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just him. Even the the dialogue that the demon said through the kid was cheesy as hell. Like yeah, it was terrible.
0: Yeah, that was that's one of my biggest gripes with this movie. And that, is... But that's
1: what I'm saying though. The writers <clears throat> didn't have a grasp on how to properly write these parts. You know, it just it's... didn't. It came off very amateurish.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if amateurish is, like, how I would say, like, I appreciate what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know if, if, like, amateurish is the way I would describe it, but, like, yeah, just like corny and, like, super, like, kind of cringe. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: uh, I think I actually have cringe in my notes, actually, for a lot of the dialogue. Yeah, like, it's just
0: not written well. Some of the shit they did with the kid with, like, uh, like, because
1: he was... Kind of creepy sometimes, but like for the most part, not. He was creepy before he was possessed, and then when he became possessed, he was just stupid. Yeah, like he just looked dumb. The only time the kid looked creepy was at the beginning of like the very very last act, where his eyes are all red. Yeah, it's the first time you see him, and he's talking in that that voice. And that voice, by the way, too, only works for that scene. Otherwise, it sounds fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. Like, having it a super deep voice, the whole, like, I don't, it's weird, like, why did it work for The Exorcist, but it doesn't work for this? It just did, like.
1: because The Exorcist was the first of its kind, and this movie was trying to recreate The Exorcist. Sure. And it doesn't work.
0: Well, that, and also with The Exorcist, with Reagan, it wasn't really a demon-sounding voice. It was, like, the voice of an old haggard man. Kind of, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, this was like a why
1: did did the devil have a cockney accent? Because he absolutely did. Was it cockney? Yes, yes, it was. It was like deep British. What? Yes, it was. Really, yes, it was. Ah. Yes, it was. Like, oh, father of moth. Like, it was like really thick. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it was, dude. Do we need to pause it and watch it real quick? I mean, because it absolutely was.
0: We will in a little while when we take a break. But like, I don't remember it. Cock well, Cockney also is like a like you're saying, deep British and Cock. Those are two different kind of well, thing. Like you get co- what I'm saying. Cockney's like, more of a like a dialect. Like okay, a,
1: fine, fine. But like, it was like very British. His accent.
0: Well, who's to say that? Who's to say that Satan isn't British?
1: That wouldn't shock me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a weird choice, though. It was yeah. A weird choice. The guy that did the voice, though, is the same dude that did the voice for um, the the Green uh, the Green Knight. It's that guy. Oh. And he did um, he did something else though. He did. Oh, Fuck, I have it in my notes here. Um, he was William in the Vavich, the dad. Oh, it's um, uh, that's the fucking, guy. What's yeah, his I, name? I don't have his name written down here. I don't think, but damn it. Uh, but yes, that was him. Yeah. So, so so British. So you know his voice then, right. He's British. Why is the devil British? It doesn't make any sense, really. Like it just it just doesn't. Like it, it's it's a very recognizable what you, accent. What do you
0: want the What kind of accent do you want the devil to have? I want
1: have? him to sound like the fucking devil. What
0: does that sound, sound evil, like? Evil. Ralph Ineson.
1: No, wasn't. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Ralph Ineson played yes. the
0: voice of the devil in this yes. movie. Or, yes. well, Asmodius. Yes. Um,
1: I just didn't think it was a good fit. I, I, I get that his voice is creepy. It was perfect for the Green Knight, right? That's perfect. Arthenian legend and all that. It's the right area. It's the right everything else. But who's to say,
0: it and just, especially who are you, to say what kind of accent the devil would have?
1: I just... I, I, I don't know. I just Dude, I don't... hope
0: I hope the devil has a Swedish accent. That would be hilarious. From
1: From... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to eat you, sir. No, like, I just, I just feel like the devil's been around longer than Britain has. So why would you have a Britain accent? You would have an earthly accent, if that makes sense. That makes no sense. Sounds like the trees growing. I don't oh. know. I don't know, James. It's just not that. Mm. Like just not that.
0: Sounds like the trees g- I kind of like that though. <laughs> Sounds like the trees growing like the green knight. Sure. That's what he
1: sounded No, like. but <laughs> <laughs> literally the Fuck same you. guy. Fuck you. It just didn't sound right to me. I don't know. I just it just didn't That's sound fine. right. That's fine. That's fine. Um I didn't like I didn't like the demon calling uh Gabrielle la Mort Gabe. Like I thought that was just dumb. Like, come on, gabe. Like, I kind of like sounded that. stupid.
0: I know, I kinda like that though, just because it was because it was uh what's the word I'm looking for? My words like are tongue in cheek? My words of? are no,
1: um it was Oh damn it. Well it's, here's my here's my no. I said, man, the dialogue is shit. The demon is an exact carbon copy of Pazuzu. Like that's what they were trying to do. It's a little kid in this. They gender swapped it, but it's a like, little kid that's possessed by the devil. I mean, that's that's every possession movie. I, yes, I know, and that's and that's why most possession movies don't work because they're trying to remake The Exorcist. There's nothing like that's why Emily Rose. I think that's the reason I like Emily Rose so much. They did possession in a way we haven't seen before. Every possession movie, they hit the same beats. Every single time Mm -hmm. because they use the exorcist as a roadmap and that's it. And it doesn't work because the exorcist already exists.
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and one of the main things I thought about during this movie, and then I reflected on other exorcism movies that I've seen before. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What's this unspoken rule that like once, once a person is, um, possessed with a demon they just stay in bed yeah you're like you have a like the demon isn't bound to the like they're not tied down the kid spent the first three quarters of the movie not tied to the bed yeah. He could have gotten up and done anything well, at any point in time. And that's what, like, you're saying with Emily Rose. Like, she gets up and she runs yeah. to the barn and goes fucking ape shit, yeah. and she disappears well, into the fog it at any point in time. It
1: also doesn't match the rest of the movie because this whole movie, like, devolves into this whole, like, conspiracy thing where the church covered up their part of the Spanish Inquisition. And it was, like, the devil <laughs> that did all that through the church and, and yada, yada, yada. But, like that proves right there that the devil infects somebody
0: and then can go out and then the can go out and, and do stuff. Right.
1: So the devil then is just really fucking stupid for choosing to suck himself into a child. That sounded terrible <laughs> <laughs> to like, but it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what can a child do for you? Right. Right.
0: You right. Know? And it's like, like I, I, it I, doesn't I, make sense. Like the one, the one I, you know, like there's, uh, there's other movies where, um, you know, the devil will come back as a, as a child, like, so that, well, the omen, you know, yeah. so that when that person grows old, then they can do the biddings of the devil. Like, they, sure. it's very unassuming because, oh, well, this that's is just like, a child.
1: That's like, and I know this comparison is very strange, don't take it weird, just cut ties, sure. but that's like engaging in tantric sex, wanting to just be like, I'm going to get off in five years. <laughs> you know? Like, if you want something, though, like, like I, your goal... I'm not,
0: I'm not just going to gloss your, over that. Your that goal, was weird. Though,
1: your goal, though, is to, like, hop into this body and cause havoc. You can't do that as a nine-year-old boy. You know? Like, well,
0: Okay. Like, but uh, hold on! Saying,
1: like if your, if your plan is to hop into sex and come, you're, you're, t- you're not going to do Jesus. tantric sex. <laughs> well, you're you're
0: you're thinking about this as a human, though, like somebody who only has 80, 90 years on Earth. If you think about it from the point of view of a demon who is eternal. Jumping into the body of a nine year old and waiting 50 years to like really start to wreak havoc is a, a, a blink of the long game. It's a blink of an eye. The short game. It's, sh- it's a blink of an eye in the grand sure, scheme of things. I get that. You know, like I 50 also, years to a demon or to a god is, is I also, nothing.
1: I also understand that the kid was the first one to like open the wall, kind of. So he was the first sure. person that the demon saw. Sure. I get that, but the demon can jump bodies. We saw that. Yeah. So why stay in the kid's body? Yeah. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You if Your but goal. That,
0: but that, well, that wasn't his goal though. What happened at the end of the movie? The main goal was to take over the body and the soul of Father Amorth. Sure. To to invade the Vatican. But wouldn't but wouldn't so that like, be
1: easier to do by taking over the body of somebody else first? Like work your way up to it. You don't need to go to the head, the big cheese right away. Well that's like, what
0: he did. He took to he it. took the child and then knowing knowing well, he should
1: have f- taken the other priest first. No. Then the other priest could have gotten closer to Father Amorth. No,
0: because Asmodeus knew the <laughs> Burden that uh Father Amort was bearing, which was the guilt from not saving the um what was her name? Valencia, the yeah, the, the girl, right? That,
1: the the sexy Spaniard.
0: Yeah, she was super hot, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> even if she was the devil, still would. <laughs> Rosaria, her name was. Um he knew that he knew that that's the 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 burden that he was bearing. Yeah. And he knew that he would do anything to avoid having another innocent die under his watch, right? Sure. So he knew that he was willing to martyr himself in that way. Yeah. So it was really a pretty good plan.
1: Sure, I get that. He I just get that. wasn't
0: expecting Father... Would you call him? Father Squabble. Esquablali? <laughs>
1: Esquabl. Would you? Esquabl. He just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't
0: expecting Father Esquabl to... Step up and be a total badass at the end of the so, movie. I
1: I like I liked the the plot twist where they try to figure out what was going on. The Pope the Pope talked to him. Which, that Pope was supposed to be John Paul II. That's because the time frame fits. So that's who he was supposed what to was be. What was it, 87? Yes. Okay. So he was supposed to be John Paul II. And he mentions to Father Mort that this play... So so we didn't really go over the plot of this at all. Um, This wife... Or wife. This woman and her two kids. A widow. Uh, a widow. A widow inherited this abbey which is an old church in uh, in italy somewhere and uh it was her husband's family lineage owned it mm-hmm. it got passed to her when he passed away so they're basically renovating it to sell it but they're living there for the time being so that they can be there for all the stuff right um the the kid goes in the basement shit goes carry carry he gets possessed by the devil Yada, 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 right? Yep. Father Mort gets called in because there's obviously some, some devil shit going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's kind of where we are. The, the Pope, though, is the one who sends them to the house. And the Pope says, we've had problems there before, mm. which is your first clue that there's more to this Abbey than meets the eye.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Turns out, this was the Abbey that hid the entire secret of the fact that the church is behind the Spanish Inquisition because the devil possessed Uh, members of the church that basically used their influence to kill tons of people, Mm -hmm. right? Is that in a nutshell, basically what I'm getting at?
0: Well, it was, so uh, Father Amort discovered that, because he said that the the Inquisition was one of the the biggest black marks, or if not the biggest black mark on all of the the Catholic church in history. So they hid it away. They didn't hide that away, because people already knew that.
1: They hid away the fact that it was because of a demon, though.
0: Right. Yeah. So, Father uh, Oziada, it was the like lead, lead exorcist mm-hmm. in that period, like 1475 or whatever. It turned out that he had actually become uh, possessed. Yeah. And then...
1: And swallowed a key then, that would literally kill him. He that, didn't was, die well, the, for, that wasn't him. That, oh, that was, wasn't him. He
0: was he was the guy that was sitting in the chair, like in the throne room. Ah, yes. Okay. So essentially, like the it was. Oh they, yeah, because they, there was all
1: the obelisks and stuff in the basement, right? In the basement of the. Yeah. Okay. So it was a
0: nice. It, it wrapped everything up about the about the Inquisition and stuff, like about all the terrible things that the church did. It wrapped it up in a nice little package, saying like, "Oh, it wasn't us. It was." Totally the devil,
1: but the then the writers <laughs> the reason, like the that's we, not enough. <laughs> the reason we did this is
0: actually not because of our zealotry. It was because, uh, you know, the devil. Like the devil had actually. It's it's kind of like it's it's kind of a cool plot twist in a way, you know. But it's also
1: like I don't I, know that I would go and say go as far
2: as it's, to say that it's cool it's a cool
0: it's a cool plot twist within the confines of the story it's but an then interesting plot device I'll but then that. like but then but then like to use that and granted you know this movie's fiction even though it says it's based off of the stories of father Amort. Like, sure um
1: sidebar sidebar yeah father mort's uh friends and colleagues would say that if he was alive when this was made he would have been rallying against it with his entire being. He would have not he would liked have this hated movie. It, hated it. Yeah. The fact that his name was being used in this way, he would have hated it. <laughs> that's kind of like. So I also, I also feel the same way about the next uh, movie we're going to talk about, but <laughs> we'll go on. <laughs> well, he was involved in that one. Yeah. Well, it was um, released after his death. So take that for what That's it is. true.
0: That's true. Um, yeah, so like it was a it was a it was a neat little package that they presented where yeah. it was like, "Oh, we actually didn't do this bad stuff. It was the actually the devil did the it." The devil did all this bad stuff. And like people were under the influence of the devil. But I mean, so,
1: according to this movie, they really actually were. That's what I'm saying
0: yeah, is like yeah, they they so. they kind of like passed the buck a little bit, you know.
1: Oh, so this movie was made by the church to, to further strike strike it from the record that's right. what this was yeah ah. <laughs> illuminatus oh no illuminatus <laughs> um yeah I, I it just got so convoluted at the end i, I like but that's a, but I, that but like okay so hold on did you watch the documentary
0: first or did you watch this first the movie
1: i watched the movie first
0: um i watched the documentary first and oh, okay. i guess i guess that doesn't really have any bearing like i watched this movie I went into this, because when we watched the trailer for this movie, we go, oh my gosh, this looks like The Exorcist meets National Treasure. Yeah, so I, I was going Da Vinci Code, but yeah, so, same difference. So I went into it thinking that exact thing. Like, I didn't take it too seriously. I allowed myself to chuckle at the moments of levity. I allowed myself to, you know, like, completely sink into the like the ridiculousness of well, about the whole i and it and overall i really i don't know i just enjoyed it i thought it was a fun i just i thought I, it was i thought it was a fun possession time, movie like it and they set it I, and they set it up spoiler alerts here they set it up for sequels well god I and hope they don't oh god i hope they
1: don't dude i would like <laughs> i hope they don't really
0: like, Don't. I I go, I would, like, with with uh, Father Amort and Father Esquable, like, I... Esquabble. <laughs> Esquabble. I w- I was, like, at the end of the movie, I was, like, they take him down into this fucking, like, like shield. It's, like, shield from the Marvel movies, except for it's all priests and That's stuff. That's, like,
1: Hellboy, like, then. It's, like, the, 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 the Hellboy movies at this point. yeah. I, I don't know. I would I, totally I
0: watch Russell Crowe as Father of I see what Amor. you're saying. Like, I'm separating it from all of real life. I'm separating it from any history. It's just a fun... It's fun with demons and priests. I see like, what you're saying.
1: I, I, I get what you're saying in that it was a fun movie, right? I'm just not going to say that it was a good movie. Like, it just... I don't know. Like, like every time I was, every time I started to enjoy it, it did something that I was just like, what? Just, "Come on!" Like I gotta, I gotta, like, ca-
0: I gotta call you out a little bit. Why? Because you and I have had this argument before, where we were we were saying the opposite thing, and I and I said you said it's a fun movie like i can't even remember what movie we were I know, talking about I, I, and I you know said what you're oh it's a fun movie saying. and it's it's good and i said well just cuz it's fun doesn't mean it's good okay fine and let you me said rephrase. yes it does
1: let me rephrase i was entertained by it okay i was entertained by it because I had enough stuff in it to keep my interest and it was what it was mm-hmm. but to say that it was like Every time they would build to something that I was really enjoying, they would do something that just that took me out of it, and I and it's not from any other aspect of a filmmaking aspect because if you're making this movie, mm-hmm. right, how do you not? If you're the writer of this movie, how do you not look at this dialogue and go, "This is complete shit"? Or you look at the really awful CGI effects that were in this movie and you go. The mouth stretching was terrible. The dual eye thing that like literally sat above the frame Mm -hmm. and looked so fake. Mm -hmm. How do you not look at that and go, this is terrible? Like there's, it's just like the movie itself as a whole, the idea of the movie is fine. Mm -hmm. It's just the execution of the movie was dog shit. <laughs> it just wasn't good. I I yeah, I just That's is where I'm at with it. I just I, I don't know.
0: I just that just doesn't bother me to the point where it would ruin a movie for me though. Like you, I and, see I, that it you and I it. you it and just, I you and I watch some of the worst shit movies in the world on this podcast and we still love them. And
1: they but they have good intention though. Like those movies have like like the heart that's in those movies makes everything else better. This movie had all the tools in the world to make it great and it it just and but then what we got was like these just weird choices it just doesn't make sense to me you know yeah i agree with you like i I, I don't know i i I I,
0: I, i'll agree with you that like yeah some of the writing was shit like some of the cg was shit but like i don't know just over overall i found the mary thing was cool Overall, I enjoyed it way more than I didn't enjoy it. You know that's, what I mean? That,
1: and that's fair. I mean, that's that's okay. You're allowed to you're allowed to think that way. It's, and if and but... if this
0: was the jumping off point, like this is the first, like or think of this as a proof of concept, almost. Okay, fine.
2: You know what I mean, Mort- like
0: if they go, if they that the next thing you know, like it's there's a whole series of movies where it's the adventures of Father Immort and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And they're just traveling around the world, just fucking. And it crosses deal- over with this new Hellboy movie, dealing
0: with demons. Hell, yeah, dude, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm absolutely
1: into that. <laughs> like, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> I would, I would keep watching that. I don't know about you, dude. It's like, I, like, but
1: yeah that that I would watch. I'd watch the shit out of. That, I don't know. I just, I just like once they got
0: like I, don't, I thought it was cool. Like once they got down into the tomb, or 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 whatever you want to yes, call it. it. Cool, like it was, I, it was cool. Like there was some really like. I don't know. It just, like... Okay. I mean, there was... At the
1: very end, actually, there were some really cool elements. There was the exploding body of... Like, the exploding person body thing at the very end. Um, Oh, Who was that? The
0: squabbles of the chick he was boning. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Great text. Uh, She, like, literally... Which brings me to, actually, a whole nother thing, but... Like her exploding body all over them was a really cool effect. Yeah, there was like the lava pits that they threw the devil into, like that, yeah, was, yeah. that was all very cool. It's also very end of days, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a oh, little for bit, for sure. Yeah, but, it, but that part was cool. Like, I'm not saying there wasn't cool things in the movie, um, but I don't know. I just for the whole for, for a whole for me, mm-hmm. it just didn't like congeal into what, what I what I, I wish actually,
0: it I actually so my least favorite parts of the movie. Were any scenes having to I almost feel like the the scenes with the kid being uh possessed were awful. Were, they were eh, not even just that they were they were secondary they're, well yeah they're, i didn't care I didn't care so much about those scenes. I was more interested in the journey that uh father Mord was going on to figure out what the hell
1: would you have cared more if his performance was better? I think you didn't care because his character wasn't interesting. Because it was a bad choice of the, the person to be possessed.
0: Yeah, I just I didn't like that he was like I didn't like that he was like mean mugging the whole time. Yeah,
1: it was just dumb. Yeah. It was just dumb. I Let's to me to me, it what it is.
0: To me, especially like if you're dealing with so the demon they're dealing with in this movie is Asmodeus, the king of hell. Yeah. Right? Like I just I feel like he wouldn't need to like try and toss his balls around so much. He would be more dignified in the way he he uh, dealt with things. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He would be like, he'd be playing like 4D chess. Not, 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 like he wouldn't be looking at the priest going like, I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's the, the shit, like that, part, yeah. or like pulling his shirt up and it says hate across yeah, his. Yeah, oh God, I hated his, that
1: <laughs> That was so, so fucking stupid. I hated that so much. Like
0: you're dealing with Asmodeus, the literal king of hell. He would yeah. be, he would, like, he should have been able to match wits yeah. with.
1: You know who the best king of hell was? Who? the Best king of hell was the king of hell from Supernatural. The TV show, right? I I don't know. But which dawns on me, he also had a heavy British accent. (laughs) But he was great though. Like he was serious, but also kind of funny. Fuck, <laughs> he was great though. This version of it not so good.
0: I don't know. I just like um, like I said, I the yeah. parts that I was least interested in were the parts with the kid being. Possessed. I will agree with that. I will but like agree with everything that. else. Like every like I thought that Father Mort was a great character. I, I agree. thought that a squabble was an awesome character. I agree. I,
1: it was shot really well. I
0: liked them. I liked their like blossoming relationship, like them becoming friends throughout the yeah. movie. Uh, the mom and the daughter were just sort of like they were whatever fodder, almost like yeah. To me, it was. I mean, more, they were a means to an end. To me, it was more so about like setting up these two characters, uh, es- Escobar and 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 Amort as what could potentially be. A yeah. jumping-off point for more adventures.
1: Yeah, Father Mort and Father Squabble,
0: <laughs> and I in
1: <And> more squabble, <laughs> <laughs> more
0: squabble, more squabble. I don't um, know, dude. I I liked it. I, I did. also love I had, how I had a good time with it. Oh, I need to ask you too about you said you had a big problem with yeah. Sullivan.
1: Well, I'm getting the right with Sullivan.
0: Sullivan, the the fucking that one bishop who was a total cockbag. Like, oh uh,
1: yeah, he's way too young to be a bishop. You can't. He was like twenties. That, no, that no, yes, he, he wasn't. was. How old do you think that character was?
0: Between thirty five and thirty eight.
1: The youngest bishop in in history was forty five. Okay, he's way too young to be a bishop. I, I the only reason that I recognize that is because I'm around this shit all the time. Sure, like, yeah. there's, like this guy's not a fucking bishop. Like, right. like that's <laughs> no way. Like. Way too young, way too brash. Like bishops and cardinals are fucking. It's an old man's game. Okay, like you're in the church for a long fuck. And forty five, right? Forty five. Yeah. Was a guy from the Bronx, and that that was, yeah. He's the he was the rapping priest. Don't ask me why I know this, but like, hey, Father O'more! Yeah, yo, we'll, yo, yo. Who we'll send you to the fucking... Um, no, but but um, like that's rare. Like, you don't become a bishop, though, typically, until way later. Like, even at 45, yes, yeah. it happened. That's rare as shit. Yeah. Like, bishops happen in, like, their late 50s, 60s, typically sure. speaking. That's when that journey starts. So, <laughs> like, seeing him in, in the robes and all that stuff, I'm like, I, come on. I mean, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. If I you know, try, but come on, trying dude. trying to make like, a movie funny. that is believable, though. This mo- why would you Hold cast, on,
0: hold on. You thought this movie was supposed to be believable? You don't believe in the devil? I do, but like.
1: Are we squabbling over these details? <laughs> Listen, this is like. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But like, if the idea is, is to make a movie that, for all intents and purposes, right, has details that are believable to make the overall story more believable, that character of the douchebag Bishop. <clears throat> was inconsequential just fucking cast him in the way that he should have been no he can be younger just not that young no because there's just like there's You know, everybody
2: else no, on that panel
0: was old i understand that but that's the thing is like there's something about a young face that makes it more punchable when it's being a dick
1: sure make it like make it like 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 mid 40s at least right Somebody who's just is, is that much a little bit more mature, but still way younger than all of the other fossils that were on that committee. You know, like I just it was the I know I, I, I know this I know this don't a, know, I didn't have that this big This is of a, a really small detail. I understand that, <laughs> but it just bothered me. Um also I love how the moral of the story is, is that according to this movie and actually the documentary, in order to be an exorcist and to be the somebody that can battle the devil you Mm -hmm. have to be a certain level of holiness which is even above what a bishop is essentially Mm -hmm. right you have to be like the holiest of holy yet this movie basically says you can have affairs with women and break your vows and it doesn't matter you're still holy enough to fight satan
0: well but that wasn't a
1: no but but squabble did
0: <laughs> yeah, but think about how he was at the beginning of the movie. He was a squabbling little bitch. Yeah. But he um, a but squabbling. He, a squabbling <laughs> little bitch. But he proved himself by the end of the movie. My point
1: is though is that he was still a shitty priest because he was having affairs on the side. Yeah, well, but, well, yeah the church just says, Are you sorry? <laughs> but Okay.
2: <laughs> like no, that's what they're, that's, that's what they're I, showing. At the yeah,
0: end. I get what you're saying, but like this is like he proved his mettle in the process of eradicating one sh- of the most powerful demons sure, in the entire not, world. But
1: I feel like it doesn't give you a pass.
0: I or or does it? I feel like it does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like.
1: But wasn't it the devil that made you susceptible to all that to begin with?
0: Yeah. Tempta- like he gave in to temptation. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I just don't... I, I just, it's it's possible to give in to temptation and still be a, a good person. Like, it, everybody...
1: Oh, I'm not saying that he's not a good person, but, like, to be that holy, though, you're basically saying, like, this priest can... can He can make all these mistakes and do this and that, but you know what? He's still holier than the guy that has well, never broken his vow, well, that has you're, never done this, well, that you're has also, never done that.
0: You're also, you're also mixing the... The words of the actual people from the documentary with a movie. Well, I'm just saying, which though. is very much not real life.
1: Which one was the documentary, though? I mean, they were both believable. Right. I I don't know.
0: I actually believe. I actually believe <laughs> the Pope's exorcist more than i believe the documentary. <laughs> All
1: right, we're moving on now. Uh the, the Devil and Father Amort. Uh Bef- before
0: we go, yeah. I would recommend The Pope's Exorcist. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um I think if you just go into it as a as a a fun exorcism movie.
1: I I will I will say that just, it's I, a fun exercise in something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I really say. didn't like it, huh? I hated it. I really didn't like it. That's all right. Like, okay, hate's a strong word. I just didn't. I just. I just didn't like it. Yeah, that's I don't fine. Know. That's just didn't fine. Like it. I, that's it's, fine.
0: I think you're silly.
1: I like Russell Crowe. Watch it for Russell Crowe because he's great. It, it, he's he's great. In it. And he's uh, funny and he's and he's he's lovable.
0: I wholeheartedly disagree that's with you, fine. but I will not fight you on it right now. That's fine. All right, The Devil and
1: Father Amort. Uh, This is from 2018. This came out two years after the death of Father Amort. And I feel feel confident in saying that if he was still alive when this movie would come out, he'd be rallying against it just as much as he'd be rallying against (laughs) the Pope's exorcist. Call me crazy.
0: I don't know, but he took part in it.
1: He took part in it, but I think that he thought that it was going... Okay, Okay, we we can't say what I'm about to say without explaining why I'm saying it. There's no fucking way that fucking demon voice was real, right? Like, there's no way. All right.
0: There's no way. Rewind, rewind. (laughs) The synopsis. Father Gabriel Amort performs his ninth exorcism on an Italian woman. Sure. So, William Friedkin the director of the original exorcist decided that he wanted to look into the life and times of this exorcist. Well,
1: this started off as a vanity fair piece. He was there on behalf of vanity fair.
0: William Friedkin
1: was, yes, he was going to write an article for them. And then somehow it turned into being a documentary. Okay. So just, just to put that out there.
0: All right. That's, (laughs) that's good to know. Um, I don't know. It doesn't change anything. Not really. Because
1: well, not really other than the fact that like it was, they were going there looking for a story. Right. Take that for what you will.
0: Right. And but. when you go someplace and there is no story, <laughs> what do you do?
1: I'm sorry. You you make, I'm sorry. You but make one. You first walk in, like this is her ninth exorcism. Clearly hasn't worked eight fucking times before that. <laughs> Maybe tell her to go see a doctor. In my view, like, I, feel right, like, so, I feel like this documentary more disproves the religious aspect than it proves.
0: So here's the thing. You know? like, here's one of the things I really liked about Father Amort in the uh, Pope's Exorcist mm-hmm. was when he walks into, like, so the beginning of the movie, like the cold open is him going in and exorcising the demon from this from this young guy in the middle of Tropea Italy somewhere you know and then he's suddenly in front of this panel of bishops and they're saying like oh you did a an unsanctioned More like exorcism bitches <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like they're like you did this unsanctioned uh, exorcism without the without permission from the diocese and but and he says it wasn't an exercise. He basically says like, he's very rational about it. He says yeah. it wasn't an exorcism. Like he says ninety-eight percent of the cases that I'm sent out on are people with severe mental issues. Sure. Uh and frankly, I used a very like archaic form of psychology to convince this person now was he serious were,
1: about that though do you think or do yeah do you think 100. he was or do you think he was just saying that no to...
0: i think 100 that's and i hope and that's what i appreciated about the character is like he was very realistic about it like 98 of these people are just having having a fucking rough go of it you know like they're just dealing with mental issues sure the other two percent sullivan that prick asked him well, what about the other two percent and he says well Something I like to call evil, you know, and there is a certain, you know, there's there's a certain amount of this stuff that really just can't be explained. Sure, right.
1: Very small percentage, but yes. But when you get to
0: this, the devil and father are more. I feel like they're setting they're setting up this. This man's been active in the in the Catholic Church. He's been like one of the top tier exorcists for decades. And they're setting him up as this, like, legendary figure.
1: I don't know. I just feel like... Uh, I, I, he didn't live up to the hype? Well, think of this way. He claims like, to have done over 50,000 exorcisms.
0: 50,000. That would like, mean
1: that he's working 9 to 5, expelling Satan every single day for, like, 40 years, right? Yeah. How does that strike you? clearly he's not exercising Satan well not Satan <laughs> or he's not exercising demons though for nine to five for 40 years but like, even they oh. they even th- they even say though in any of these things any of these like documentaries the movies whatever you know the it's two percent right like they say in the movie two mm-hmm. percent is actual demons mm-hmm. he's claiming that he's doing it every single day for whatever how the hover that breaks father out. or more yeah well, like that's the only I, way that that breaks down.
0: That's I I'd be I'd be interested in looking into that figure more because like n- at no point in this documentary does it come from his mouth that he's exorcising demons in every one of these situations. That's, like they even they even dig so into he, the idea that a lot of this could be just psychological issues with so people. So
1: the idea is that he performs the exorcisms, but that doesn't mean that there's demons. In the majority of those cases, right? One of my... I, I My
0: favorite person in this entire documentary was... Uh, let me see. If it, I took a screenshot of him to...
1: Was it the bishop? Yeah, the... The guy with the flaky nose? Robert...
0: <laughs> right? It wasn't so much flaky as it was like uh bulbous. <laughs> what was it? It was it was like it's like his face got burnt at one point in time and like that's what was left of it.
1: That's what fucking William Friedkin looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have an accident? He looks like he had reconstructive surgery on his face. Uh or is it just bad surgery? Like n- bad Maybe like uh <laughs> bad problem.
0: Might be trying to stay young. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause he looks terrible. He also I'm sorry, he looks terrible. He
0: also kind of <laughs> His his speech patterns, like his cadence and his accent, remind me a lot of Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So Robert Barron, the archbishop Archbishop from Bishop. Los Bishop, the Archbishop from uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. He was my favorite person in the entire documentary because he was very realistic about the whole thing. Sure. Sure. Like he was like my problem with the like William Friedkin is a, a a horrible interviewer
1: yeah oh god yes
0: fucking terrible so let me like he's he's just looking for something like um what the hell's the what's my- the term that everybody throws around nowadays Com- confirmation bias like he's looking for somebody to just confirm his bias like William Friedkin believes in demons yes let's get that straight right Sure. William Friedkin believes in demons. R- William Friedkin believes in what? Well, I, I don't know if I can straight up say that. What he's trying to he's trying to get somebody to to take a very like hard line stance on he everything.
1: Skews everything in this documentary too, right? Like, like skews everything.
0: Like he keeps going like, oh, so wouldn't you say like. What, yeah. Wouldn't you say that if a person was doing this, then this is the way it is? Yeah, and it's like that's well, not the way the you doctors, frame a question. Like the you, doctors
1: that they interview too are like, you know, we can say that like we don't know exactly what's causing this, but you know, there are people all around the world that will consider this, you know, like demonic, you know, de- uh, possession. And then it cuts. And then he goes to fucking outrageous And then he goes to. He goes to, "I was completely blown away by the fact that the doctors consider these things demonic possessions. I like, was
0: that's I not was what
1: the doctor said. I
0: took a video of that part of the documentary because I was <laughs>
1: you didn't even cut out like the, the important parts of that. It. like it's not what he said at all. because,
0: okay, so there was a paper that says that that says, uh, it, it's actually called, like I forget what it was called, but it was like demonic trance something syndrome right it was like it's a it's a it's an actual like um like mental disorder yeah that's recognized throughout the world yeah but it's not it's called
1: everyone down here everyone down here it's called the dissociative trance disorder
0: dissociative trance disorder but throughout many cultures including our own there are certain people who uh, link it to demonic possession sure and so, he's got this panel of psychiatrists saying, "Oh yeah, well it's you know, like yeah, that's a thing. Like that's a thing. Like they, it's it's all over the world. and They call it this, and it's it's linked to demon possession. They're not saying that, yeah. that that's what it is. Yeah. They're saying that it's
1: linked to the phenomenon. They're saying that, that like- they're
0: saying that many cultures believe that's what it is, or even like, or or, or they're even they're even saying like." These cultures will willingly say that uh, among certain people who believe, you know, like have this certain set of beliefs, this is what it's attributed to. Yeah. It's attributed to demonic possession. And they go off on a, on a tangent talking about what they truly believe it is, and then it cuts to him just going... I can't I couldn't believe that when I heard this that that uh that all over the world it's believed that this is yeah. demonic possession. No, I'm no, like, that's not, not what, what, what said. they said at all, dude. Yeah. Like you can literally like any <laughs> any person watching this can rewind 30 seconds and see that you just completely reframed mis- yeah, yeah. what they were well, saying. Yeah.
1: But then then but then but the movie did here's the thing. This this movie was directed by William Friedkin. It's he's he knows how to make movies. Yeah. This guy's made a ton of movies.
0: He's a storyteller.
1: And and my, my favorite things, I was watching or reading some uh, uh reviews of this movie because i I need to know what other people thought mm, about mm-hmm. this. My favorite two quotes come from NPR and from the A V Club. Okay. Right? NPR says It's a documentary freaking compiled from the footage she filmed for the article, that Vanity Fair article, Uh, and it's quite short, running in just over an hour, but it's one of the most bizarre hours of documentary you're likely to see from an accomplished director, mostly because, despite Friedkin's uh, Friedkin's pedigree, it seems to have been made by somebody who's never seen a movie before. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: so true
1: it's so bad like it's a terrible fucking documentary it's really 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 bad it's like he spent his entire life telling people how to act in front of a camera and then there he is just standing against a brick wall in Italy holding an SLR camera trying to act normal <laughs> describing something like, it's so stupid like it's so bad and then the, uh, the AV club says in it the forces of evil do battle against the power of autofocus. <laughs> this stuff is about convincing as a chain letter,
2: <laughs> like it's like nobody
1: took this seriously at all because it's so it's framed in such a terrible framing, like it's, it's awful. So he starts off.
0: <laughs> let's let's kind of jump in from the beginning. Like he starts off by saying that he wanted to do this piece on. Gabriel Amort. Sure. Right.
1: Because I'm the Exorcist guy. Right.
0: I'm the uh, yeah, I'm the guy who made that movie. And so and, like, and Amort
1: I'm... liked his movie. That was his in.
0: Did he uh, did he say yes.
1: that? Yes. Uh, apparently oh. The Exorcist was Father Amort's favorite movie. Which makes sense because that that movie was more legit than probably any other exorcism sure. move that's come out. So sure.
0: sure. Um so it picks up where he he's going to Italy to interview Father Amort, right? And then it gets to the point where he's like, Well, you know, could I could I sit in on one of these exorcisms? Like, has anyone ever done that? Mm-hmm. Father Amort says no one's ever done that. But but he, I have the perfect actress. But he grants him access to to uh, come in and come in and watch Christina get her ninth exorcism. <laughs>
1: This one will be different.
0: (laughs) This one's going to be different. And boy, is it different. This, the exorcism itself is what? 25 minutes of the Uh, documentary? 17. The The documentary is one hour and nine minutes long. And this thing takes up 17 minutes of it.
1: Almost non-cutting too. Like Mm. it's a straight shot for the most part.
0: Yeah. And it's a, it's the, it's William Friedkin sitting in the room with probably 20 people, including Father Amort, and this woman, Christina, who is possessed by
1: not just a demon, but Satan, Satan himself. Yeah. You know how we know it's Satan? Because he hits all the buzzwords. We are a legion, <laughs> for we are many. We have armies. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's all the buzzwords.
0: And then at one point saying, I am Satan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't touch her. I am Satan. Uh, and this this woman writhes around as they're praying over her. And in one of the most shameless moves I've ever seen being passed off as a documentary. Obvious voice modulation. Oh, my
1: God. So here's the thing. So people, I, I this is the reason that I wanted to look up online to see what other people were thinking about mm-hmm. this. I was hoping to find, like, an audio expert that could, like, take the audio of this and see, you know, you can separate, you know, um, frequencies and this and that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how far above the frequency of the rest of the documentary these voices sat. Mm-hmm. Because when you're listening to it, it's very obviously, like, the levels are way above everything else mm-hmm. they don't they do not mesh well with the rest of the documentary but that's the demons Friedkin claims that this was completely untouched that it was this is what he heard in the room and I'm I'm watching this and if you watch the reactions of all because there was like there was at least 37 people in the background <laughs> of this room yeah not a single one of them reacted yeah to this dual voice that was happening.
0: Like, she's been possessed for, at this point, a couple years or yeah. something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, if I was, if even if I was in her life on a regular basis, if I was standing in a room, like, if, if I'm standing in a room with somebody I've known for years and suddenly two voices are coming out of their throat...
1: I'm shooting him in the head.
0: I'm reacting. <laughs> I'm reacting to it, dude. Like there, there's just yeah. no way you can't. Like yes.
1: Ooh, that's ri- what the fuck was that? That's
0: ridiculous. Like, and to try and pass this off as genuine, you completely lose all credibility. You would have been better off just
1: not making it. <laughs> well, not ma- not
0: making it to begin with. But like, you would have been better because they even cut to. When he's talking to he they cut from the exorcism to him talking to a psychiatrist and to uh And
1: they all basically And say, to a new-
0: neurosurgeon yeah. who looks like he's been fucking jumped or something. <laughs> that was <another> like, thing. <laughs> the guy's got band aids all over <laughs> his face. I'm assuming he had uh, like maybe cancerous spots that had been taken off, but I he looks know. like he's been jumped. Um it's, and 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 one of them says like oh this is yeah it's really remarkable it's remarkable footage like you can hear how she's speaking in this guttural voice that to me well, he that's says the guy that, from he says that oh who is it
1: he's the guy from Tel Aviv <clears throat> okay right? well he
0: says she's speaking in a guttural voice yeah he mentions nothing about the fact that there's two voices yeah. coming out of her so my and guess- that's because the footage that William Friedkin showed to them was her just yelling?
1: Probably going, "I am Satan! Don't yeah. touch her! I'm yeah. Satan!" Yeah. yeah,
0: and then he fucking goes in and puts the modulated voice over that.
1: There's no way that wasn't fake.
0: Oh, it. There's 100% no was. way that wasn't fake. hundred percent. It was.
1: And it's like freaking. What are you doing? You're 82 years old. What are you? Tr- what I are think you...
0: that's. It. I think he's out I, of touch, dude. Like I, I think.
1: Well, I might. One of my one of my last notes. One of my last notes here uh, about freaking was literally like. It, it, uh, the, it, it, where where is that here? Um, the ending part where freaking recounts what happened in the church. Well, 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 that part, which we haven't even gotten to, but, but, but it all, but my, the the other, my other note though, goes for all this. It's from the mind of somebody who no longer knows how to scare people. Right. He thinks this is He thinks it's super scary. not. Right. Because the whole ending part too, where you're filming oh, you're filming a documentary. Dude. You're doing this. Oh, hold on. Like, don't get oh, don't get there
0: yet. Cause that's the big okay. that's the big okay. bang at the end. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's sorry. talk about the rest sorry. before we get to that because it's the most outrageous ending to anything. Well, I
1: let's go back to the Tel Aviv guy. Yeah. He said something that I thought was perfect. What? He goes, You are conditioned by the religion that you absorb. Mm. And I thought that was a perfect way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Because the, the documentary started off by saying that Italians get more exorcisms than everybody than anybody else in like in the entire world. Why is that? Right. And all of these towns that they showed all the people they showed, they're so deeply, <laughs> deeply caught up in the religious lifestyle
2: mm-hmm.
1: that everything they do, like every bad thing in their life, they think is the devil. Yeah, so they get exorcisms the way that I go to fucking Kroger. Mm-hmm. Like that's not to me. That's not an exorcism. That is Father Immort just saying some words and making a bunch of old ladies right. feel better. Right. Like it's not. Right. It's, you look not...
0: up. You look up stuff about Father Immort and Mort in the and the, uh, the exorcisms that he did, and it says some of them took a couple minutes. Some of them took several hours. A couple minutes is literally just like, oh, oh, you're, oh, you, you have a demon, like, uh, and then because these people, and then you're, you're healed
1: because these people believe it though. Yeah, that's the psychology of it, right? Because they believe that they are possessed by the devil, they're acting a certain way. It's placebo effect. It's legit placebo because because you believe it, you also believe. That this person coming in and touching you and praying over you is going to heal it. You're going to be healed. Right. That is placebo effect.
0: And I kind of like that. One of the psychiatrists, <laughs> and I think even uh, the the bishop, the bishop from L.A., Archbishop or whatever the hell he was, even he said the same thing as like, it's uh, it's it, it's it's not always it's not always necessarily about um you know exercising demons so much is that like if a person believes you know like if a if if a person believes that they're possessed by a demon because they've grown up being i hate to say it but like sort of indoctrinated into thinking that like like oh this is a thing that happens like uh, the demons inhabit your soul and blah 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 and the one guy says if a person came to me and they presented with like uh, um, you know some sort of uh, uh, like paranoia or something like that, right? Sure, sure. I can't rem- I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said, "Let's say like I didn't medicate him or anything like that. I just like I ha- I I I had him go and sit with a psychiatrist for a little while, and he." Runs through a course of treatment with the psychiatrist, just mental exercises that he can do, different things that he can do to pull him out of this. As long as he's willing to, uh, like reframe his thoughts, and he's willing to like follow the guidance of the psychiatrist, a person can be taken out of that state of mind. Sure, simply through the power of suggestion. Yeah without being without being medicated or anything like that. Like those those are people who like people who are suffering from depression and stuff like that
2: mm-hmm.
0: don't always have to be medicated. Sometimes they can just go talk to a psychologist and just like work following following the guidance of the psychologist as long as they're willing to put in the work they can be pulled out of that state of mind. Yeah. Much the same as somebody who is "Quote unquote possessed," as long as that person, if if that's, and so it's it's really the same thing in in, in that kind of way, like. You have a person who is depressed. You have a person who is possessed. They're both kind of going through the same things. It's just that they're going through those same things under a different state of mind when it comes to their beliefs.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Their beliefs frame right. how they view whatever mental illness they're going through. Right. So as yeah. long
0: as they're willing to put in the work, that uh, you know, as long as they're a willing participant in in the exercising of Whatever these things are, yeah, whether it be clinically depressed or clinically possessed, as long as they are <clears throat> willing possess uh, a willing participant in getting rid of that frame of mind, they can basically be brought out of it through the power yeah. of suggestion. Like this,
1: this whole documentary does nothing but confirm atheist views it really doesn't
0: i'm not gonna go that far i will because i'll still i'll still like that's another reason that i i really liked um uh, the hell was his name from la uh robert baron because he was he was the most uh he was the most straightforward
1: uh, like honest about he it was
0: the most straightforward the most honest and i think the most uh fuck what's the word i'm looking for but the
1: doctor, i i know i get what you're i get what you're saying like, he's the one that the most like he was the most he comes reason, at he was the most pragmatic. reasonable
0: he was the most reasonable out yes, of everybody because yes. he was saying because he was saying like yeah a lot of this stuff is people who are just dealing with a whole, like mental but illness also, and stuff like that but, he also, but then he also leaves the door open for
1: sure True, will,
0: true evil. I will say that true but like, demonic possession.
1: But in because, terms of what they're showing with Father Mort, though, in the documentary, it basically just proves that like this is it's well, this all is okay. mental. Like, Yeah, but all, this
0: is so this is a poorly made documentary. Well, sure. I think it's that, made by a first time filmmaker. I, <laughs> what do you want?
1: <laughs> I
0: think that uh, Robert Barron is more. I wish they would have spent more time with him because it's. I think that the the way that he strikes a balance between sort of the the spiritual and the and the the physical, you know what I mean. Sure. And that's kind of where I find myself. Like I'm. I think it's. I I think it's. Uh, I think it's arrogant of people to think that there's not more going on than what we're presented with in in real life. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, I like I just like I like his approach to it like he leaves the door open for something that's beyond our comprehension. He does, yeah. And that's kind of the way I've always viewed it. Like I there is there there is and like I said I I I think it's I think it's arrogant of of us as human beings to just think that we know everything.
1: I agree. So so I, your so your your view on this is that you believe that there are things that are at work in this world or in trans worlds or however you want to look at it. But this documentary is not the one. No, this,
0: no, this documentary is uh garbage, Grade a bullshit garbage. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it also, what, what, what sucks about it is that if father Moore really did have experiences that, that are legitimate, like this documentary basically hurts his entire career. That's yeah. the problem with it, yeah. and I feel like if he was alive and saw that this was released the way that it was, mm-hmm. with the dishonesty and that in in that this was made, I I feel like he'd be rebelling against it like crazy. Do you think I, that I, I really don't do understand you think
0: that he went into that uh, that particular that ninth exorcism with Christina. Do you think Father Mort went into that, thinking that it was genuine?
1: Yes, because I believe that he believed that it was genuine, right? I believe that he thought he was being filmed and was going to be portrayed exactly the way that it was. Mm. And it wasn't. In his mind... But you saw
0: saw the raw footage, right? Did we? Well, except except with some voice modulation.
1: (laughs) I believe that he believes what's happening. Mm -hmm. He might not... he might not believe that he's actually curing that person the way that Freakin does uh, says in the voiceover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He might think this is just another session because it ends weird and then it continues weird. Like, yeah. it, like, like, like she is still absolutely going crazy, and then he finishes his his, his prayer. And then and then freaking goes she's cured like mm-hmm. what what the fuck happened between her being like rah, 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 and right. then him being she's cured like nothing happened
0: yeah it made me th- it made me wonder if nothing like, happened there at all it made me wonder if like w- w- the kind of work that Father Mort does is more like what a psychologist does like. This is, it's like, not just, it's not Dave, just, a, we're going to do this. Yeah. It's not just like a, I come in and I, I pray over you. And then all of a sudden the demon is dispelled. No. Like it's a, it's a, it's a work in progress. Like I come in and we do this and then like, that's it for the day. Yeah. Cause he that's, even says that's that, what he even is. says that. Like he, at one point in time, he says, okay, that's enough. And yep. she, and she comes out of her trance or not whatever. And she tired. smiles. <laughs> and then, and then later on, like. As it's, as he's as he's blessing her parents, she starts screaming again. And Father Mort couldn't.
1: Father care Mort less doesn't. About it. Yeah, he doesn't react to it at all.
0: Right. But William Friedkin is going.
1: Oh my god! Oh, oh, she's, oh, oh.
0: turns out that the demon wasn't dispelled, yeah, and she's like, still.
1: His 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 like voiceover does this no favors at all
0: and the fucking music dude oh my
1: god the music was so bad (laughs) oh my god like this really
0: intense corny ass like it was supposed to be really frightening it's like this is the music that
1: we put in horror movies to pump up the audience let's put it here like
0: it's let's get to the end so Let's bad. get to the okay. end because okay. it's one of the most outrageous things I've ever seen. <laughs> Trying to be passed off as a documentary. It made me angry. The music
1: in this part was even worse too. It,
0: this made me angry. <laughs> I was like I was like yeah. I was like mad at William Friedkin. I was like, hey man, yeah. you're like, what do, like you're, so full this whole documentary, you're full of shit and you know you are.
1: This whole documentary is about the exorcism of this woman named Christina. Father Mort takes ill. He's in the hospital. It's actually, I think, right before he passes. Which away. is real, yeah. Which is, like, which this is, real. is all. So then Freakin says that he meets he or he talks to Christina and agrees to meet with her in this church. In, that is well.
0: First of all, he he agrees to meet with her in Rome. In somewhere. Rome. Yep. In Rome. And then she calls and she d- changes and, it and to and another. She changes it to a tiny little mountain top village, two hours and fifteen minutes away. Yeah. So him and his producer. Go up there. Drive out to the mountains. mind you,
1: this whole entire documentary is being filmed only by his SLR camera, except for when it's not.
0: DSLR.
1: DSLR. Yeah. Except for when it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Which they don't talk about, because it's only supposed to be one camera.
0: Which is, which, when you say, except for when it's not, that means, never? (laughs) The The whole documentary has been on film so far. Yeah. Every interview,, yeah. the 17 minutes that Christina was being exercised, all of it has been on film so far. But then William Friedkin recounts the tale of when him and mm. uh, Fernando or I can't remember his name,
1: whatever his name was doesn't matter.
0: They go up to this t- this village on a mountaintop and they go to one chapel on the mount and then they call Christina and she answers the phone angry. Yeah. And they say, "Where are you?" And she says or she says, "Where are you?" Very angry. And they say, "Well, we're up at this church." And they say, "Where are you?" And she says, "Where I told you I would meet you at the at the chapel of Maria, just, this, which is like down the hill and in the middle of town." So, okay, spooky. She didn't say that, right? It
1: just sounds like all the contractors I work with at work <laughs> Where are you?
2: I'm at the back door of the chapel.
0: (laughs) And so they go down. They go down to this Chapel of Maria. So Christina's acting strange. Yeah. And they go to the Chapel of Maria. And and and, William Friedkin says, I decided not to take my camera. He
1: left his camera because they were in such a hurry.
0: I left my camera because we were in such a hurry. Go Fuck
1: yourself. You are making a diet. Why are you going there if you're not filming it?
0: So then he says, <laughs> as the as the creepy music ramps up, I so I don't I don't have I don't have footage of what happened next. So all I can do that's no, not creepy enough. <laughs> all I can do is all I can do is recount the tale as best I can me and Esquable <laughs> we walked into the church and we there we saw Maria sitting in a plastic chair and she was writhing around on the floor and her boyfriend was holding her back and she was screaming in the voice of the demon and her boyfriend looked at me and said I'm gonna kill your whole family if you don't give me the footage from the cameras and we said no we won't give you the footage cause we 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 shot this whole documentary and then Maria or Christina in the voice of the demon says, no, I want this to be seen by the world. And then the boyfriend says, no, I will kill you and your whole family. And this was the only time in my entire life that my family had been threatened by anyone. And then we walked out and everything was fine. And then Father Amort died. And then I released this absolute shit documentary.
1: I hope that you're not good because I wasn't listening to you. I was, I was totally like, into my... Uh... I was actually...
0: I repeated myself several times because I was really distracted by your fucking vocal stylings. It was... Really cool, um, <laughs> it's but so that's bad, seriously though. how the end of the movie goes. Like it's so bad. he just he he has the audacity to say, "I left my camera on the car." You just have to take. So my So I'm it. just gonna. Hey, trust me, bro. This is how it went, and he says that he walked mm-hmm. into the church, and you hear you suddenly hear Christina screaming in her double voice.
1: Yeah. Rarrr! Yeah. And he oh, says, "I told you a Velociraptor." Voice. <laughs> and he says.
0: She was sliding around on a plastic chair, and her like, boyfriend was holding. And then the like a bo- snake, and then like a slippery
1: <laughs> little snake.
0: And then the boyfriend, for some reason, even though he wasn't possessed, allegedly, looks at them and says, "I'm gonna kill your whole family if you don't give me the the footage." Yeah, that you've been shooting so far. And William Friedkin says
1: and then i said no
0: and then he said and then it cuts to absolutely nothing happening they just literally walk out of the chapel and he says my family has never been threatened like that before and then that's the end of the fucking documentary really?
1: like see you later <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's sucks. it's so stupid oh god it's this is the worst Example of a documentary I've ever seen in my life. Because it's not a documentary. No. This was this was a mockumentary. This was William, for all intents and purposes. This was a mockumentary.
0: This is William Friedkin exploiting. I like I hate to say it. Like, no, like whether you believe in what Father Amort does or not. He did. He did. He did. And William Friedkin was exploiting this yes. to yeah. try and get off a good scare.
1: I don't, I don't. I, here's the thing. I don't know that he set out to do that. I think what happened was this. I think they got the footage and then realized it was dog shit. And then either them or the people paying for it were like, no, we need to spruce this up and we need to make this as scary as we can make it.
0: Well, then screw him or screw them, whoever it was. Because he went along because... with
1: it. But freaking went along with it because obviously the whole end story total
0: bullshit. was total bullshit.
1: So it's like he went along with it. Or maybe it was Freakin's idea, like, "Oh, well, Mort's dead now, so we can do whatever we want."
0: This, it, it, just it, it, like well,
1: how it doesn't matter how you slice it, it's it's shit. Just based
0: off of his behavior in the rest of the documentary, how he was like trying to lead the questions, like trying to trying to get people to answer in the way he wanted them to answer. Yeah, I I just get the feeling that this was his brainchild and if it was then screw you man like because this is just like it it was so it was it felt exploitative it felt like it, it felt at the same time exploitative but at the same time it was like do you think we're stupid? Like, do you? Like, I've
1: got an idea. I'm gonna scare the pants off of all these kids one more time at
0: 82 years old. Well, you would have to, you would have to think that your audience is stupid. Yeah. To yeah. try and pass this off as genuine. Yeah. And it just like it delegitimat, like it delegitimizes everything. It discredits it does, every. Yeah. It discredits Father Immort. Bo- both both the real because, and the,
1: fi- the fiction. Yeah.
0: Which sucks because. I'm not gonna like. I'd actually like to. I'd actually like to read some of Father Mart's articles and maybe even get into his books a little bit. Like they're good. They're, they're <laughs> good. I w- I would actually like to because I I'd, I'd like to hear some of the stories from the horse's mouth. Sure.
1: Sure. I just feel like this was. Yeah.
0: This. this I feel like it was William Friedkin just trying to like cash in on yeah, something. This and it, was and it was shameless.
1: This was like.
0: Or shameful, like a, rather a
1: couple of dozen steps back mm-hmm. in in getting people to maybe believe this kind of yeah, stuff. Because, like it's I said, like good. I'm
0: I'm mm-hmm. not I, my my where my faith sits is like it's very I don't know it's complicated, sure, you know. Sure. But like I believe in good and evil. I believe that there's things belong like outside of our realm of perception. Sure. As humans. That like shit that's going on that we just can't explain that we don't want to experience and when we do experience it it's horrible sure that's what I believe sure um but when you have somebody doing this and just kind of like shamelessly cashing in on this kind of stuff especially when you're talking about somebody who is so prolific within the the world of uh, what you're describing spirituality yeah. yeah. You totally discredit, yeah, so much of it. No, I agree, and it sucks.
1: I agree. This 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 documentary, in quotes, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it, was is a giant black mark on the entire discussion of possession. Yeah, it just it just was. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, that um, that'll do it for tonight. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> the Pope's exorcist and the Dope's exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, James, uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, Do we know what we're doing? Oh, yeah,
0: Yeah, we do. do. Back into the monster verse, baby. That's it. All right. Yeah. We will be doing that. Godzilla,
1: King of the Monsters, and Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong. I forget which one it is. But yes.
0: One of those. One of those. Absolutely one of those. If you want to find us before then, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast.
1: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. Clearly, you've already found us, so I want you to go to your local church. Tell your local priest. Exorcist, Be like, hey, these guys talk about that god guy and things that happen in his son's name. Right on. And maybe you'll like it. Right on. Dude.
0: Right on. You should plan these a little better. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and if not, here's a weird piercing program.
0: <laughs> no! Also, hey... <laughs> Speaking of piercing programs, if you wanna check out a if you if you need to read something this weekend. About piercings. About piercings, maybe even? Yeah. Body mods. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go, go to www.audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast. Pick up a, a free book on us.
1: On us. Hey. Um
0: right now I'm reading uh different seasons. Oh, you are? From, nice. From uh, the old Stephen King. I, I already they made it through... just
1: re-released that in some weird limited edition. Lib-
0: limited
2: edition. Lib-
0: limited edition. Yeah, I already made it through Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, nice, it's my first time nice. ever, quote unquote, reading it. Okay. And right now I'm about three quarters of the way through App Pupil. I'm into it. Ooh, which is okay. chilling. Okay. Very chilling. I
1: want to watch that movie. You've never seen it? You've never seen it, oh, no. It's,
0: it's uh, yeah, it's also chilling. Yeah. But yeah, we should... uh. We should check that out. Yeah, I'm it. Um yeah, anyway, do you have do you have a, a book that not, you would recommend?
1: I'm currently not reading anything on Audible. I'm still uh I went back to the old text to try to uh, put a more dent in on it. No. Oh. We're getting there. All right. We're getting there. How far are you through? Halfway. <laughs> About halfway through. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. <It's> not bad.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, check that out. Uh it helps out the show. Yeah. If it you does. if you happen to pick up one of those free trials if you ever helps thought, us out immensely. If you
1: ever thought I want to buy these guys a beer for the show, just do do the trial and you're do buying that. us a beer.
0: You're buying us a whole week's worth of beer. So it's perfect. All right. Michael? Yes, James. Till next week. Sir. Till we uh, till we meet again. Till we meet again, till we travel once more into the monster verse.
1: Until we possess more demons. Yes. All right. Goodbye.